Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode 214. It's good to have everyone here tonight. Actually, everyone's here. Yeah, everyone is here. Max even is, is calling in from the bunker, so. Yeah, I went the extra mile. I'm at a party, and I was like, you guys, matter if I go in the back room with a laptop so I could do the podcast? And I went, that's weird, but sure. <laughs> that, man's, that man's in that World War II bunker, bro. I just it's, got done watching the documentary. <laughs> that's, that's Dreamcast guy joining us there. You, he said, uh, you said you were going you to stop by for a bit as we go over Resident Evil Village, and then, and then, and then probably uh, dip out after that. So that's yeah. probably fun. Yes. Cool. Oh, it was a good week, though. Awesome, awesome. Then we have uh, Jordan Fringe. Jordan, how, how's it going? What's going on? Glad to be here. Yep, looks looks good. Minus the N64 shirt, you kind of a GameCube shirt there instead. I don't have a GameCube shirt. Anymore. My man. Well, <laughs> kick this man off. Kick this man off. Listen, find me a cool GameCube shirt with the logo on. I'll wear it. I got right. you a cool. You too many games. Too yeah, many games. Know. You know what? Too many games. If you're there, I'll buy you a GameCube shirt. That's oh, a good thank deal, you, man. Oh, Why don't you buy me a GameCube shirt? They got them there. If you're there, you I'll get you one, one too. Yeah, in the corner. Oh, okay. I'm happy now. I just <laughs> wanted a game. I just wanted a free GameCube shirt. That's really all I wanted. <laughs> just like the itself, and no one bought it back in the day. Wow. Hate with the sips. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's not wrong. Actually, technically. <laughs> well, I mean, did anybody buy the Metroid game on the N64? I don't know. Damn, jeez. Oh, yeah. I mean, did they really buy it? Has anyone bought a Metroid game, really? Okay, I mean, we'll get, we'll get to that oh, later yeah. on. Right, we more, have... more, than, more than N64 Metroid. <laughs> blood in the water. We're like two minutes in, there's blood in the water. Oh, oh then we have, uh, we got MVG. MVG, how's it going? What's going on? No, I was only kidding, guys. I was only kidding about that. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Great to I'm actually, I'm, I'm really curious about your, your take on one of the topics tonight with the, the game builder or game oh, garage builder. I've got some takes on that. I'll be in. Okay, cool. Yeah, I want to I hear about that one. Then we have Sean, RGT85. Hello, going, Sean? hello. Pretty good. Good to have Sean yeah. here. Good to have Sean. We have Miss Click. Hey, good to be here. Good to have Miss Click here. Got OJ, Player Essence. How's it going, OJ? Going pretty good, man. I'm happy. Good, good, good. Then we have Nate, Nate the Hate. Yes. Hi. Go on. What the hell was <laughs> that? What, uh, what was that? It must have been Sean. It had to be Sean. It, it wasn't me. No, what? what? <laughs> Who has a soundboard here? What the hell was that? <laughs> right. I feel like it was. I feel like I'm it was not at your party. No, what? nobody's no, dead. This ain't that kind of party. Nate, just admit you're watching things, dude. It's okay. I'm not you're watching awesome. anything. Okay. Nobody's going to admit to that, huh? Wait, was it ever? <laughs> it does like a 2005 Screamer. Those old stupid Screamer videos. Sounds like one of those ones. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we have Evan. Evan <laughs> hanging out, monitoring the chat, making sure the stream's still up and running. Uh, we have a bunch of things to go over tonight. We've got Resident Evil Village, of course, came out this week. And people have already beaten it, which... Well, we'll go over that one. And uh, we had Game Builder or Game Garage Builder from Nintendo, which is an interesting game to have announced from Nintendo and published by Nintendo. And I figured at E3 we'd go over Sega tonight because, uh, well, Sega Sega needs some kind of W here soon. So hopefully it's at E3. And then I wanted to also talk very quickly about the Metroid and Fortnite rumors that came up after some of those documents came out showing uh, Epic Games, I guess, pursuing or still thinking about Samus Aran in Fortnite tonight we do have a sponsor that's skillshare we'll talk more about that later on just want to give them a shout out early on thanks for supporting the podcast here so let's let's i guess start with actually you know what i want to start with returnal real quick mostly because mm -hmm. oh, we, i God. said last week that we would talk a bit about it since it was still kind of early a Can lot we, of us just got our hands please. on it and uh, i wanted to quickly talk about this before we go into resident evil village mess. and get started with some of the yes. what, a, what a mess of a game i've beaten it i'm I just have to go through Biome 6, fight the last boss to get the secret ending. But 
this game has crashed on me numerous that's, times. That's right where I am too, actually. Yeah. yeah. The game, like I jumped into the water to go into biome six and the game just hard crashed. I was like, oh. okay, well I'm sending that to Sony. Thanks. Then I was fighting biome four boss, you know, has the pipe organ mm -hmm. have an audio glitch. I had no sound. I was like, okay, well, this is supposed oh, to be like this okay, epic musical funny. boss battle I can't hear. And then I redo okay. it. You don't need sound? Well, you'd want to hear the music. No, no. Just play the not. piano. Just play no. your own music. The piano. Bantu Pichu or something or whatever that is. And then I reload, it. I reload it to fight it, and I get another audio glitch, which is... I was like, this game is ridiculous. And it has a great gameplay loop. I enjoy the shooting... I enjoy the weapons, but this is a technical disaster. They need to patch this game several dozen times. See, see I didn't have I didn't have that many like yep. glitches or issues with mine like that. The the most obviously was when it was going to auto update, and I had auto update off, which is good because auto update apparently came through and just wrecked people's saves. <laughs> today, I got screwed on a really good yeah. run today. Well, I mean, I, like, I, I mean, the save game glitch where it erased people's save games completely. Yeah, but oh, yeah, that completely corrupted your save file. No, it didn't completely corrupt my save file. No, no, it, but like, if you had a run going and like you had an arrest mode and updated, it closed the game down to update it. And yes. like, it, it happened. It's that seemed to happen to a lot of people. It like, happened, yeah, that happened. You. It happened to me yesterday. Yeah, I had um, Max Integrity, Max Weapon. Uh, I had the Astronaut figure. I was I was rolling through the biomes, and yeah, I didn't play for a day, and then that update came and just killed it and i was like and i don't want to play this game anymore i love this game so much it's so cool it's like one of the most innovative games i've played in a long time mm -hmm. but i just don't want to go back and play it again because it just it just pisses me off that there is no I, auto save in this game I, yeah i i have a very different experience from y'all which is that i've had one hard crash in like 27 hours i've had one hard crash which i know is now unique uh most people are having a crash much more and i did have one uh loop glitch death where one time i was going up to one of the fabricators to like make an item and i pressed skip cutscene because why the hell am i going to watch it 3d right. print me something and for some reason it teleported me to the ground and i just fell infinitely dying again and again uh, basically <laughs> that was the only two real glitches i've had i have had no sound issues i've had no real uh anything so for me it's been a more positive experience i still think the game is an 8 out of 10 i definitely enjoyed hmm. beating it and stuff uh but yeah it definitely still feels a little bit like now that we're in that 70 dollars price tag era it's mm. still to me even as much as i love it it still feels not quite worth that 70 mm. oh okay. absolutely absolutely not i definitely don't think it's worth the 70 dollars. like i'm at the point i'll get this last trophy you know for the the secret ending Mm -hmm. And then the only things I would have left are the surveys, but I am not doing a game of luck. Yeah. Uh, oh, hopefully this, you know, glyph shows up or this room so I can finish the entire, you know, searching of these labyrinths. Like this is a game I think I'll pick up in two years when it's $15 on black Friday and it's been patched 24 times and they've introduced, you know, new balancing, maybe a save feature and I'll gladly play through it again. But right now, I've, I think it took me 18 hours to beat. I died like 16 times. I was like, you know what? I've had my fun with this game. It was a solid rental for a week. I don't regret the time I've spent. It is a good rental. But this wasn't a $70 game. Someone At the end of the, the day, I think said, that's asking way too much. Someone in the chat just said its name should be Return It. Here's the thing with this game, though, man. Like, honestly, like, you know, I 
I like PlayStation games and, and I'll play them, but this is the only game that's gotten me like literally like addicted to it. I know everybody here like, likes yeah. like God of War and like Death mm-hmm. Stranding and certain other games that have came out, but this is the only game that I've played in this gen, we're pretty early, and last gen that I've been legitimately thinking about and addicted to. Like it, I always it have it on rest. Yeah, it yeah. has that pull. Mechanically, like MVG said, it's the one of the most innovative. It's a 3D bullet hell shooter done extremely yep. well. That You just yep. don't see that. It, it feels like it feels like Super Stardust HD, but like mm-hmm. you're playing 3D. Like it, it's crazy. There's nothing else on just, it, and just, that's just why I said check, like, there's crazy potential. Just to check, have you played oh, Risk of Rain too? I played Risk of Rain, but the I don't first like one? I don't like rogue games. I played two, <laughs> <laughs> but I played I, Risk of Rain. But this game I, has like the, the hook is so good with this game, man. I, I love it. It's like my, my favorite PlayStation game. I think. In this- last gen in this gen i feel like the hook should be stronger in this game because it feels like death it really is meaningless it's oh you died do it again this should be some I, sort of give or take with the death it should be well, hey you've died five times we're gonna maybe you know get a bonus or we're gonna punish you no you're you're have right. some no. repercussions from this oh, otherwise God. it's just i oh you did like that again. though to me, that's part of the addictive nature for me, Nate, is the fact that you just instantly pop back and the day resets. To me, like, I, I once had a three and a half hour run, like a nearly max health. I had a really freaking good machine gun. My my weapon skill was so high. I was so happy with it. And then I just had a bad dodge, fell off a cliff, basically died. And I literally screamed, literally went, <laughs> freak! And then I picked up the controller and I went right back in. And I feel like yeah. that's very rare is where you can die and instantly be like, well, I'm starting again. So yeah. I almost I almost think like looking at this game, it feels like a rogue game that did go into development like three years ago before the like these roguelike games started really evolving with Hades mm-hmm. and some others. So they probably took the ideas from back then before some of the other games showed up, put it into a game. And well, maybe over time through updates, they'll start to evolve it a bit more. I, don't, I mean, it depends on, I guess, the runway this game has now after release. Let me ask you a question, though, John, and to everybody here. Do you guys think it was actually a rogue mm-hmm. game when it first started development? I don't know if it was. Hmm. That's a good question. Actually, a road game? Do you think? It, I think see, it was something I, else, I and then they was. decided to. Hey, hmm. let's make this. We got to make this seventy dollars. How's a way to get people to get more hours out of it? I let's let's make it a. Let's, I see let's, what you're saying. Actually, it's so wonky. The way that the stru- this game is structured, yeah. it, it's a really wonky structure to where you wouldn't I, think that they were making I a road game from the very beginning. I kind of agree with you. And one of the areas that stands out to me that maybe some element of this game was changed in development. Is that there is no boss in biome five yeah mm. it really stands out that that one just... alert. <laughs> well, no, there's a there, no there's a there's a boss there's just like three mini ones yeah it well, just, just it felt yeah. weird compared to the structure of the rest of the game where you just kind of have this one biome where it's yeah you got the key uh jump in the water like okay okay I, I think the op I think the story was what that was super last minute is I think it was probably supposed to be like this from the start and then about like two years into development they're like oh we should have a plot and character because the whole the fact that the, the story thing. is optional yeah the house is yeah. optional that's baffling to me it does I straight up connected when you go to that house yeah I didn't even go in there till like literally hours and hours and hours oh, no, into it you gotta I, go to that. I did I want I didn't know somebody told me I was pretty deep into playing it and I talked to another reviewer and he told me oh if you go there you unlock the extra lives and I went what so, so I went back so literally I just walked past that house like 50 yep. times you get I was the like, cool dash yeah you get the cool dash from there and all this yeah. so <laughs> but yeah it, it does feel disconnected because when you go into that house it feels like a different game for mm-hmm. the entirety of being yeah. in there and it feels like they put that together and they were like oh 
how do we attach this game to this game? Yeah. And they're like, you know what? Just put a house in there and they walk through and they go into this other game, basically. So. I, I really like it though. Gameplay wise, man, this game is gameplay is great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it's, gameplay is it's so probably good. some of Housemark's best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it absolutely. Minor things that's really keeping it from I would say achieving greatness. It's Agreed. just yeah. it's technical yeah. issues. It's the no save progress. It's yes, that's the that's the worst. Bugs. Even that's some cool. of the visual performance, like the pop-in can be jarring, especially when I it's the biome four, the echo garden. You can just see the greenery popping up in front of you like you're playing a switch game. I, w- I wonder if I wonder if this game is just going to get like from now, like let's say two years from now, this game really will be like top tier. Like we look back on it after all these updates, and we're like, this game is incredible now. After it's gonna it's that. it's gonna be one of those beloved Sony games. Um, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that we talk about in like. So that I- means it's, so it's not getting a sequel then. Yeah, so it's gone, You, you oh, guys just think this game is too. I think this game is too hard for most people. Like for the yeah. most people, I think this okay, game is way this too actually, hard. Is, isn't people. this the game that brought up the conversation around if you should beat the game to review it? This is I where it came it, up around, right? Was this game weak? Yeah. I don't know if it was directly related, but yeah, it's definitely the week that started that conversation. I feel like it was from this. This game is obviously harder than average games. Yes, I don't think. Uh, yeah. I think most people that play this are going to be like, "Dude, screw this! I don't want." Especially once you yeah, get to buy something like, about that. They're just gonna say if they don't know about like the like you said, Dreamcast guy. You didn't know about the uh, the yep. house at first because it doesn't even tell Yeah, you, you got to go back. I mean, to me, this game is way too hard for I think most that people. Third, I, I think, think when you get to that third biome, that's where things really kick up, and you're like, whoa, okay, this well, is this is a but, bit more difficult than most. Even people those really guys that try. teleport, like most, a lot of people will just be like, they're gonna get jacked up by those guys. Yeah. And I just think that this is just too hard for most people if there's no. Cause there's no, uh, you know, because a lot of people like to play games on easy, like believe it or not, like or normal, mm-hmm. and like this doesn't have an easy or normal. No. It's just hard from the beginning. And, it's just, right. it's and you hard. can't rush. That's the biggest deterrent to casual gamers, I think, is that you really can't run through rooms. Even if the other door is unlocked, you should always kill everything in every single room. And I feel like people don't think that way anymore. Like the way we grew up with games where you just murdered everybody to even move to the next screen. But I feel oh, like yeah. I, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, you, I love the difficulty. This, this like invigorates me to play the game. You know? Yeah, yeah I'm for sure. Me though, you know, a hardcore game. Like, I, I like it, but it definitely, man, did it beat me up. I'm not going to pretend it was a smooth ride. It beat no, me up. It's rough. It's a rough game. But you, you like that, though. Like, it, it makes you feel like back yeah. in, like, the NES days. It's like, mm-hmm. remember when you'd play, like, back in the NES and the Super Nintendo, like, you'd be getting your ass kicked, and you're like, no, oh, I got I to gotta beat this, you know? <laughs> I, I think it's one of the areas that you could, you, could leave, you could still leave the console on, you know, two days later, come back, and the game would still be there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think that's one of the areas they can refine with the game. That's part of the game. That, is that as you're playing it, like one of the, so much of it is just dumb luck of the run. Mm, is you yeah. might get a bunch of, you know, proficiency gems, or you might get a bunch of health gems, and that makes a world of difference. And then there's other times everything is malignant. And it's yeah. like, yeah. I'm skilled at the game. I can beat this level, but you're giving me awful <laughs> loadouts of items. So it's just, well, I may as well, you know, go fuck myself because the game. Yeah, a couple of runs. Like, I figured the game just hated me. Like, yeah, it's like times. everything's malignant, dude. You're like, dude, screw it. I'm taking the chance. There's nothing here that's not malignant. Damage again, major malfunction. Can't get any health items. Pick up an item, suffer damage. Like, what, what yeah. can I do? Your gun, you die. Like, well, this was fun. Yo, I, yo, the I worst one, it. Dreamcast guy. Yo, the worst one is when they do like the counter, like when you get the malignant, like where it like hits you and like yeah. the counter when you hit them. I hate that. I, that's like, I swear the worst one. 
I think the the two that annoyed me the most is something about the your mini map is glitched. That annoyed me because uh -huh. I would stare my mini map so much to find health items and stuff. So it just being lightly scrambled would annoy the hell out of me. And I did personally because I I used the sword almost exclusively. I hated the one where people became acid when you killed them because I would oh, laser yeah. beam people and they get uh, you know acid. What? Actually, Max, that's a good question for you before we move into Resident Evil Village. Is what do you think of the, that? Since you're someone who will at times sit down and try to go through a game as quick as possible to beat it yeah. for review you think you think reviewers need to beat their games before they review them i think they do the, the big thing to it is that in, in my opinion the whole like you have to have the context my thing is typically i try and roll credits i try and achieve the ending and then i try and do 20 percent of the side quests that's my personal rule because i feel like even beating the game sometimes isn't the full experience i will say that i don't think you necessarily have to unlock all the secret endings because some of them take hundreds and yeah. hundreds and hundreds of hours but the idea that you could just like like previews play three hours tell people your thoughts that's why sometimes i do the does it suck videos people have asked why I do the does it suck is because sometimes i just play five hours of a game and i want to talk about it you know sometimes i can't make a review out of it well how yeah. would how would somebody if that's the like case across the board i'm curious how someone would review an mmorpg well yeah, yeah so good luck with that well, that was that was there was this guy who actually did a five part series about World of Warcraft classic where he yeah. spent hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours trying to review the game before he said that like MMOs are kind of unreviewable. Yeah. OK, that because that's I was thinking about that or even I guess you could technically say sports games because there's no ending to a sports game. But like you could yeah. play that enough after like 10 hours and probably be like, all right, this is this is what I think of the new Madden game. It's just like the last one. Yeah, well, basically, so. so. Somebody in my comment section once said that uh, Call of Duty or Fortnite can't be reviewed. And they say the point they made in my comment section was that because it's about the next update, part mm. of it is the hype cycle for new map, new character, new skin, new gun. A game like that, it doesn't matter what you put on paper now because it's instantly outdated like the game is. And mm. I kind of agree with that. That's a good point. I think for okay. me with, uh, with Returnal is... I, I haven't had any of the glitches or problems and stuff like that uh, personally, but I also haven't put a significant amount of time into it yet i got quickly distracted with both pokemon snap and uh and for some reason i got hyped for ratchet and clank and i decided to play the, the ps4 ratchet and clank yeah. uh, so that's what i've been playing instead and it's not that i don't like returnal it's that I, i'm i'm hearing all these horror stories throughout the entire week of everyone's problems and i'm like you know what i want to play it more but i can wait i can wait yeah. a little longer yeah. until sure. some things patched on and i have plenty to play um, you know, games are kind of like what's what's is it next week? Uh, Mass Effect. Yep. Yep. Then yep. then we got then next we got, week. Yeah, yeah, next week next Friday. Take all my Friday. attention. There's three games right there. Yep. They're gonna take we all got my Mass attention. Mass Effect coming up. We got Bio Mutant coming up. I thought it was the end. Of, I thought it was the end of the month. Yo, let's go. Yeah, yeah. Friday. <laughs> I'm flying, yeah. dude. Yep. A lot well, of stuff's coming up. Freaking cool. So I have a question. Do you see this game going on sale anytime? With that uh, I thought you were going to ask which point? Mass Effect to start with. Three. Don't start with three. I'm going to play Mass Effect. Can we, can, yes. we answer, can we answer the I, actual question? I hope yeah. so. Like My personal hope is that this game hits $40 in the next couple months because I think it'll be a lot more successful. Wait, you think Returnal? Like, you think drop in price and Returnal is going to happen? I hope so. I, I mean, I think it's on nothing, but I hope I so. I kind of think it's going to say $70 for like the next two years. I agree. Oh, I agree. It's gonna be two and years. then they'll announce a PC version. Like okay, so if Demon years. Souls, okay. if Demon Souls is still seventy, why would Returnal be 
Okay. I think a lot that's going to come down to Returnal is going to be something similar to what we saw with the Order 1886, is if you're seeing a lot of returns because people have played the game, they've gotten frustrated, they said, fuck it, and they've traded it in, you're going to have that huge surplus of just used copies, and new new copies aren't going to be selling. You know, mm, here's yeah. the thing, though. Nate, they didn't ship a lot of physical copies they didn't. in this game. I they have not. retail contacts, and they said they got potential, like uh, the Best Buy got... 15 copies i couldn't return. get i couldn't get a copy of return on best buy physically they mm -hmm. i actually pre-ordered it and they canceled my pre-order so i had to buy it on amazon. Yeah. i got it on amazon it's easy they, yeah, they didn't that, have that's, it at best buy. that's amazon but a lot of the retailers in certain places are just not getting not getting copies walmart had three a freaking walmart had three copies on launch yeah so I, I i i kind of think they're going to keep this game at 70 for for a while could yeah, you gonna, sleep yeah. on a pc yeah. though a game like that i feel like that's what i would I, that's one that would piece. yeah i, I can yeah, see sure. it on the pc yeah. i can see it on pc that's the yeah. one that's the one thing that i think kept me most from wanting to just go past all the hiccups that people are talking about and try it the main thing was i just want mouse and keys for it mm. um so, I mean, if, I, I think it'd be great if it came to PC because I'm not the only one that feels like that. A lot of my friends feel the same. Mm -hmm. Just playing shooters with sticks nowadays. I think that's one that pushed the PC. I think so. I think the game actually supports keyboard controls if you don't patch it. Yeah, that, yeah that's the thing that, that was just leaked. Yeah, yeah those, the unpatched those version. Those cheats, you could press like Control Alt and um, <laughs> one, 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 seven, and nine. Yeah, and you, it yeah, would just you can, like choose your guns or weapons and stuff. <laughs> the thing click is that the game is like crazy auto aim. So to be honest, I don't know how much a PC is if that's going to get you so much better because of like the reticules and how it works. You pretty much just hit people on target most of the time. And then like you can zoom in for critical hits with certain weapons. Oh, so, so like it's heavy aim assist is what you're saying? Yeah, it's yeah. like you can turn it all the way up to high to where it literally just like auto tracks. But so many weapons just have like auto tracking, auto like seeking, all oh, sorts okay. so of yeah, 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 really super precise aim in this in this one. Let's, uh, okay. let's, move, let's move into Resident Evil Village. Uh, I've, I've been playing it good part of today i think i'm halfway done the game sean you already finished the game i did how long how long did it take you to beat it uh, a little under eight hours a little under eight hours mm. it's not it's not a terribly long game basically uh, but i mean resident evil I, resident evil games typically aren't very long technically like you can beat them max you were speed running resident evil 2 how fast yeah uh 58 minutes was my fastest yeah. run Jeez. Oh, they're they're not super fast games if you want to go through them that quickly. But like, it seems like people are beating this game in about eight hours, basically, uh, just mm -hmm. in basic, you know, casual like time that you take to go through it, not trying to even rush. Um, but I, I'm I'm noticing some 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 differing opinions here because some people seem to like first person, other people do not, and I kind of see both sides here because uh, I've been playing it, like I said, and there are some. Uh, interesting things here in the game without i'm going to try not to spoil it for a lot of people in the chat because there are some there are some legitimately good moments in the game when you're going yeah. through it um but what, what's everyone think of re village so far max you already finished it sean you already fixed it. Uh, mvg you're you're playing I, through it now i got it on the xbox and uh i'm yes. i'm three hours uh actually almost four hours in i don't want to spoil it i want to say where i am but you, you guys probably know what four hour mark where i'm probably am mm -hmm. I love it. I'm loving it so far. I think it's, I think it's awesome. I'm into okay. it. Okay. Okay. I want to I, I I, I try beat it this weekend if I can. Yeah, I'm enjoying it right now too, uh, with with what's going on currently. But I, <laughs> I, I want to see some of these bosses that are being described to me as well. So yeah, mm -hmm. I want to see what they what they exactly do here uh, and how their boss their their I guess their entire level that leads up to them is yeah. uh, before I give it a final 
you know, score a thought on it. But Sean, what'd you think of your playthrough? Cause you, you expressed some opinions on Twitter about it. Um, <laughs> I was going to make a video on it, but I honestly don't want to deal with stupid fanboy bullshit. So I probably won't. <laughs> that's, the but, that's the, that's the whole point I have on the YouTube channel. That's uh, true. Yeah, I'll make a reply video. It'd be great. Um, <laughs> I honestly, it's it's not great like, oh, I, don't think, I don't think it's great i think it looks good it looks it, good i think it looks um, incredible i'm gonna say it, it looks incredible it looks it looks good um i'm playing on the series x um you know definitely some very visually pleasing moments um there's a lot of problems with the game though that uh, nobody seems to talk about the first off because the there are because there are none <laughs> the game is not scary whatsoever there's no horror there's yep. no tension it's it's I'll agree with compare that. it to yeah. resident yep. evil 7 resident evil 7 scared the dog shit out yep. of me games like outlast scared you, the did, dog you didn't even play you didn't even play that in vr did you no oh, i did i did dude that's like next level like mm. scary played in vr really it just good. yeah it just it uh, didn't it, it i the whole time i'm like the, this game never scared me like you had some mm -hmm. tense moments but um the standard difficulty is way too easy i died a fuck ton playing resident evil 7 i died maybe four times my whole playthrough of resident evil 8 um the the latter half of the game i didn't like the setting at all i know max really liked it i hated it i thought it was i thought it was cheap it's silly I, I, I thought it's very silly. There's a lot of weird, silly moments. The story goes all over the place. I don't think Ethan's a super interesting character. Um, even how everything plays out in the game, I still don't think he's a super interesting character. Um, I don't know. I, I it, it could just boil down to the fact that I prefer third person Resident Evil games, but I just felt like the pacing of this game was all over the place. Um, you know, things happen in the game that you know and they happen in all resident evil games they, they don't really make sense but i was definitely shocked at how short or how uh, how long it did not take me to beat the game because i saw most people say oh well, if you go through it fast it's like 10 hours but it's like 13 hours if you play it look i got most of the secrets i read i always read all of the stuff in yeah, the game I because i'm stuff. interested in the lore of the game and it still just kind of you know went buy super fast i don't think it's a bad game it to me if i did scores i would give it you know high eight or something like that but i think seven was way better in terms of story in terms of horror representation in terms of actually scaring you in terms of item resource management in terms of a lot of things and this this almost feels like they took like seven's mindset and combined it with four's gameplay which on paper sounds good but I, I don't know like i i liked i liked what they did with seven as far as rebooting the series but you know it's, all this made me want is resident evil revelations 3 i'm like all right now now i can get my resident evil game you know it, it just it goes down so, to personal preference i understand uh why like i understand why they have the first person like mode set up because they're, they're trying to do that shock factor when they do certain things in the game but i gotta be honest i i think it's kind of I think it's kind of uh, stayed through as welcome here because like I, they did this in condemned. Remember condemned on the 360 when that came yes. out yep. yes. and they, they did this moment in the game where they basically like, like just mess up your character's hand and like hold up front of you. And it's like, all right, that, that's pretty shocking, but they keep doing that in these different <laughs> games now for like the last decade or so. And now I'm to the point where I feel like, on, it's, man. 
That scene was hilarious in Resident <laughs> Evil. Yeah. Come on. Which one? So There's so many of them. We were like, what? Well, what? Watch this is getting ridiculous, though. MVG, this is, this is, imagine if Leon S. Kennedy got his hand <laughs> sliced off. What would, how would you feel? Or if Chris Redfield, it's only because it's this bum Ethan that you can't see his face. This guy's dousing man, liquid on his hands. This guy's like Jesus, man. He puts the holy water back <laughs> on his He does. He does. Water what into wine. It's like, like Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> Somebody throw this out. Let, back on too. Let, let me just clear <laughs> up all this Sean slander. So I've beat the game three times now. My first playthrough was 12 hours. My second one was a little under eight hours. And my third one was about five hours because now I'm trying to speed run it for fun. Um, I've also completely done Mercenaries Mode. I've unlocked every single thing and the, the lightsaber is fine. I, I like Mercenaries. I'm having fun. Well, with and that. Mercenaries has the Returnal style thing now, the randomized buffs. When you play it, every level has these hidden orbs. You can pick it up; they'll give you like more damage or less speed and more armor and stuff like that. Love those elements. Um, to me, I feel like the first person really works, and the reason why is that this feels like a payoff to Resident Evil. Is that Resident Evil? It felt like they kept zooming the scope out. They kept giving us bigger cities, bigger bioweapons, bigger catastrophes, and it felt like seven and eight is the answer to that, which is one random doofus who can't keep his fucking hands attached keeps just <laughs> running into worse and worse situations, and I like that. I, I like that a lot. Just, I'll be honest though. I think at this point, it's more shocking to see things like. Like Leon getting chainsawed to death with one of those scenes than yeah. seeing this dude lose like his pinky and ring finger randomly or something now. So, I, I just think the first oh, person yeah. close-up of the of violence and gore is just like kind of falling off. I don't know. It's not like it used to be with some of the shock value with these games to where, like I said, I, if, if we were zoomed out and we saw the main character just get lit up in some way, it'd be like, okay, that that's a bit more shocking. That's why I'm genuinely could... interested at the end of the month, RGT, because Song of Horror, like we've been talking about off stream yes. coming out. I'm looking forward to seeing your thoughts on that because it was a great the, game. The, the thing of it is, it's like Outlast still scares the fuck out of you. Yeah. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, and that's in a first person perspective. It, I almost feel like they wanted to sort of go in an Outlast style direction with this game, but then they were like, no way. Like, I almost feel like that this is a game that, like, they almost changed their mind. Like, like, like three fourths through the development cycle, they changed their mind because that the 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 last setting that you're in in the game, which takes up a pretty good chunk of the game, it just feels so disjointed to me so from all the other stuff. I, I've talked to some people that was always in the game. They did change a lot of stuff in the last year, though. They did add in a lot of stuff to the story to make it connect more to the grander universe. But that was always part of it. Um. To your to your point, Sean, you're definitely right. The game is not scary at all, and that feels weird at times. Literally never got spooked a single bit, not a single time. Not even jump scares really work in that game. And I think part of it is that uh, the producers said that they found that a lot of people were buying uh, Resident Evil 7. The sales of RE7 were up through the freaking roof, but a lot of people were getting so scared they were quitting. They would <laughs> say they liked the game. They said they were enjoying the experience, but they simply couldn't complete it. It Add was too spooky. Mode. It's fine. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, well so, and that's why I think that one of the things they did is I think they changed it to daytime because that's definitely one of the weirdest parts about Village is that the whole game takes place during during the day. So these monsters are not scary. You will see werewolves crouching on the roof yeah. from like a block away and you just snipe them. You got a sniper like, rifle. I, that guy's <laughs> supposed to be in the dark, I think. That seems a weird of like, I, why would these guys just be crouched on the roof waiting to get blasted by my me, flimsy disposable hands? Let me ask you a question for those who like it because I'm like, I, I can't stand first person Resident Evil. I've tried to like it. I've tried three mm-hmm. separate times to play RE7, play through. I'm like, I, I think this first person ish needs to go away or it needs to be just separate, right? Have like mm-hmm. a separate type of thing like Sega's doing with Judgment with the RPG series and the, you know, regular yakuza or whatever right it's called revelation 3 and it will be our savior yeah we know that's coming so that's cool but i mean like do you guys feel that maybe it's not as scary because resident evil 7 your weapons aren't like as powerful like this one you have like the the merchant the fat merchant dude you know he's there you can you can yeah the dude you can buff all your weapons so from my watch because i've watched everything i've read the saw the reviews and everything for the game for resident evil 8 and 7 you guys think it's because it's you're more powerful is also maybe not as scary oh. because you have way more upgrades and stuff in this one more powerful and yeah. more ammunition you yeah, kind of roll that you have tons of fucking ammunition yeah, I, like, I never felt like i was gonna run out of ammo at any at any point in the game so far yeah that i never did will never will never like go away you'll always you'll always have ammo you'll always have you know powerful weapons and and stuff like that it just i don't know I don't. I, I, like I don't that. hate. Maybe I don't play. hate. I, <laughs> I think the biggest thing is, and, and Sean hit on this point. I think the biggest, the biggest thing here is that the enemies don't have a lot of health, and so yeah. there were times where I was going into like the third area. I had two hundred and seventy bullets for my pistol, which was fully upgraded, which meant that I bought zero ammunition. I wasn't even crafting that at much ammunition. But most guys go down with three or four headshots, you know. So it's the type of thing of like playing on the harder difficulty so now i've played it on uh hardcore and i'm doing my hardest the village of shadows playthrough the harder you play it i think the more fun it is because they do one shot you it does make it scary but it's weird that you have to do that much to get your pulse pounding mm. okay because re4 is like that re4 you never really run out of ammo at all I, that's my favorite resident evil game of all time but see, yeah like resident evil 4 is probably the best resident evil game ever made second maybe to resident evil 1 what? No, Resident Evil 4 is better. No, Everyone, I, there's a lot of people who complain about Resident Evil 4. They say, well, because that's the shift from horror to action. Yeah. Correct. But Resident Evil 4's pacing is impeccable. I, the game is almost flawless. I think that here, here's a hot take. I think that Resident Evil 8 might be my favorite Resident Evil pacing ever. I like wow. that in Village, I love in Village that you always know the direction you're supposed to walk, but whenever you stop, you can explore and do all the secrets and find the treasure chests and do all the puzzles and stuff. I like the fact that when I want to fight, I walk in the direction of the enemies and do all that stuff. But I love that the game feels, it feels a little bit RPG-ish to me at times. So if I can grind on the enemies and spend that money to upgrade my guns, or I can just explore or, you know, I, I, I like all the different I, options. I kind of want to play it now. I think I'll wait till it's $10. I will say this yeah. though, Returnal's house sequences are scarier than Resident Evil 8 true yeah there is one huge jump scare so yeah there's like one where i actually got kind of like woo and that's because we're expecting pt when we (laughs) walk into that returnal house it's got that pt vibe to it yeah it's a very uneasy setting where it's like what is going on okay evan we got discord question over there Uh, we answered the returnal one so that's good uh john are you still doing the one-on-one audio podcast if so when can we expect the next one 
I am. I'm working on having the next one up in the next week or two. Just getting people synced up and, and set up for recording. But yeah, we're still doing those. They'll still go up on Spotify. All right. Some so look out for that. Some game builder garage questions. I'll hold on to those. Uh, someone recently bought the red Japanese PS3. He's wondering if it will be okay to plug into a US power system or if he's going to need to change anything on it so it doesn't burn out. Nope. Totally fine. Fun. Yep. You're, you're thinking more of like uh, in Europe. You got to be, just be careful with any of that kind of stuff to make sure you don't need a converter or something for here. So. And uh, uh, when when we get the Switch 2, not the Pro, but basically super far distant future Switch, mm -hmm. do you think ARM chips will be capable of supporting higher end things such as ray tracing at reasonable power cost? Oh, that's a good question. Because I think we'll be, I think we'll probably be kind of into like DLSS territory with some of that. So I think it's possible. Yeah. Depending on how things go with NVIDIA and their R&D with the lower power chips. I, I think it's, I think, I mean, we're talking like, Three or four years from now. So yeah, I think it's very possible we get a chip that can I, do that. Yeah, I'd say flat out yes. If yeah. they're still with NVIDIA, which they most likely will be, then yes. Yep. All right. Very cool. Very cool. Okay. So we're going to move into Game Builder Garage here in a second. You know what? Actually, Sean, yeah. I, you know, you actually noticed something. I had I had a, a bit of a, of a, a hiccup in my latest video. It was actually over the week. But I noticed that I noticed your videos. You don't have as many Easter eggs in there anymore. No, I've gotten I've gotten a little better. I have a I have a trick up my my sleeve. Trick up it. What trick is that? It's a company called Skillshare. Skillshare. Skillshare yeah. is actually tonight's sponsor. What the <laughs> frick? That's crazy. The Skillshare is an online learning community for creatives where millions <laughs> come together to take the next step in their creative journey with thousands of classes on topics like illustration, design, photography, video, and more. Sean, you've been yeah. using Skillshare for learning video editing is that right yeah they actually they legit had a program because i did a uh, sponsor with them before and um i was looking around at the programs and they legit had a program for the the same editing software oj and i use which is power director and just like because i never learned how to use it i just literally got it one day because i wanted to try something else so it actually helped me you know even just like basic stuff like like hotkeys and stuff like that like it, it helped me a ton yeah. The classes are great for everyone, whether you're a beginner, pro, or anything in between. Members get unlimited access to thousands of inspiring classes with hands-on projects and feedback from a community of millions. Right now, Skillshare is offering our listeners a free trial of premium membership through the link below in the description. That's Skillshare.com slash Spawncast. Once again, that's Skillshare.com slash Spawncast to get a free trial of premium membership with Skillshare. Big shout out to Skillshare for sponsoring the Spawncast tonight. All right, let's head over to Game Garage Builder. Yeah, because this was randomly announced this past week, and mm -hmm. when I saw this, I was like, "Yeah, that's that's Nintendo's version of Dreams." Uh, yeah, but so cool sell me on this. I I guess the whole internet thought this was the coolest thing. I watched the trailer, and it looked like Dookie well, Kaka. Well, Explain if, to me why this is great. If you don't like the core idea of building the game in this fashion, <laughs> you're not gonna like it. Nothing we say is gonna sell you on it. But it's yeah, got some but cool I'm dead inside. Will water the you flower of my soul. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, it, it's really easy. Like, there are so many people out there that want to learn how to make games, and there's sometimes it's very difficult to to really, you know, educate people on, on game design, how to build games, how to make games. I get questioned on how did you get, get into game dev all the time, right? Um, and I always tell people, you got to start with the basics, right? Like my, my thing that I tell people is start with something like the Game Boy Advance, right? Or, or the Game Boy. But this particular tool is really 
a a really unique and cool way to learn how to build games and i think it's it's an ingenious idea by nintendo it's not original right i mean you, you mentioned dreams um you know, things like game maker and rpg maker i mean fighter like, maker yeah th these things have been around for a while but nintendo will will make it very very accessible to pretty much anyone that wants to learn game design and i think it's cool man 30 dollars. Uh, i'm here for it my only concern is i hope they support this like i hope they don't just yeah. dump it out and then they just don't support it oh, this is a <laughs> super this mario is a party it Right. This is something that I feel like they have to continue to evolve over time and hopefully they will, but um, I think it's great. And uh, I'm, I'm going to check it out. I want to see what I can build with it. Yeah. And, we need um, to see a video from you. Yeah, on I, mean, I want to see your games MVP. You got to title it a game maker reviews game maker. I definitely want to make a, make a, a game or, a, you know, build something with this thing. Cause I, I think it's cool as hell. So um uh, I'm into it, it, man. I'm into it. All right, it. so this was obviously part of Labo in some way. Just the look of it, everything. It was. Uh, it's yeah. by, by the Labo development team, and they basically gave us a beta version with Labo VR Garage, which nobody played, clearly. Yeah, um, I never even bought it. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is from the same company. Labo, this was basically the nail in Labo's coffin. Labo is dead. This should have been branded as Labo. The fact that it isn't, even shows Nintendo doesn't even want to touch that branding anymore. They probably view it as toxic. It didn't sell. It's a smart idea. They're, they are just building off the idea of what they have with VR Garage into mm -hmm. now a full-fledged game. And they sampled a lot of really interesting little games just in the trailer itself. They had their own version of Fall Guys in it. So what people are going to be able to create should be quite interesting to watch. It's just going to be the matter of like dreams a lot of the really fascinating projects were made from creators who are in the beta and it took them, you know, six months to really come out with yeah. some like those Sonic games. Yeah. True. But, yeah. But when they do, I mean, half the, most of the fun for, I'd say 90% of people is just browsing the games that are put up there, downloading them, playing them. Nintendo has their Nintendo ways. This is my concern about this game is that the sharing of these games is going to be harder than it needs to be. I mean, it, you send a code back and forth, right? That's the idea. Yep. Oh, is it? Oh, there's not going to be a, like a marketplace. But, well, no, they have they have Nintendo Switch Online attached to it, but they haven't described like how it's attached to it. That's my thing. Are we sure there's not going to be a browser of some kind where you go if through? They had to come out and say you're going to get this alpha mumaic code. Mm -hmm. Then that means. That's I mean, I get the, the idea of. I get the idea of getting a code and then sending it to a friend who wants to work on it. Cause the idea is if you have that code, you can also then look at like the, the game builder, right. like design part. And that's kind of cool if you think about it, cause then you can send the code to a friend. And if you're stuck on something, I can't figure it out. Like MVG could go ahead and fix it and then send it back with his own code and I can keep working Ooh, on it or something. Another, another um, income revenue. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think, you know, it'd be interesting MVG if you just, if you got the game day one and you streamed yourself building a game on your channel. Uh, I, I think I'm going to do, I don't know if I'm going to stream it, but I'm definitely going to get stuck in. And one really cool thing about this that I love that dreams doesn't do is this has mouse support as well, right? Yeah, that, that, was hell interesting. Yeah. That, that, that may not sound like a big deal, but it kind of is a big it is, deal. It is. Um, and I, I'm really, really into that because it's going to make life so much easier, you know, to, otherwise to we would have used the gyro because like, that's what the dreams does uses like a gyro. And it's just not yep. for, for being a basic cursor on screen. It's just not as accurate as how do, like you, mouse. how do you use a mouse on a switch? 
USB. Plug it into the dock, into yeah. the USB oh, port in the dock. Oh, wow. Yep. Okay. And, and uh, they showed you can draw your own graphics and all of this. And when I thought about that, I said, how are you going to do that with the gyro? And then they t- and the mouse, you know, comes up. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. But yeah, you'd be able to draw your own graphics in there with like little, what, like bitmap stuff and so, put it all together. Can I ask a question about this game? Did they detail or are, is there going to be like a, let's say, like a basic thing that you can play on there that already has pre-built levels that Nintendo's developers have already done. They said there was like a demo sequence of like almost videos and explanations that you can interact with to show you stuff. Mm -hmm. I I think Mm -hmm. they'll have some tutorials and some demos Mm -hmm. of of what you can do with this thing. If they didn't do that, that would be a pretty big oversight. Like they they definitely want to make this accessible. You know, they want to, they want to get anyone to build their own games and, and offering, preloaded assets or the ability to have tutorials or even just you know demo games on there i think is, is something i'll definitely they, they also said features unlock over time i think they did this prior in i think like a 3ds game where at, the more you play it the more they give you to be able to use in it so that you can try to mm, yeah, build yeah. bigger things so they don't you know overwhelm I, you all at once you know what i find funny is now people can like make nintendo games and they can't get a cease and desist because it's yep. all nintendo oh, stuff anyway. it's on nintendo's platform um, <laughs> oh yeah, they'll they'll find a way. They'll find a way. Exactly. Stop. They're gonna show up with a gun. Stop making Metroid. Turn the, off that Metroid the, right now. The game sees I mean, that you're it, doing it and immediately like strikes you down in game. It's like oh. shuts down. Wouldn't it be cool though? Like in a way, it's kind of also like a way for people to get discovered, almost like scouting for talents mm. too. I think that's really cool. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, there, I, there were some people that got didn't uh, some people got jobs from dreams, right? Yeah, from absolutely. Dreams, yeah. This is definitely uh, uh, something that you would put on your resume as as you know. Um, are something that you could do uh going back to the cease and desist thing that is pretty funny to think about like what if the first game i decided to build was a 2d metroid game right yeah I mean, they're, gonna, exactly. they're gonna send it to the, they're gonna send it to themselves it's gonna like cease and desist themselves like is that the next level yeah I, I that is interesting though they could scout for talent using this game as well see what people are building they're like oh, that's actually really good who's doing this and it feels like go from s- there. some ready player one shit or something of like it's well, a game that the best people at the I game mean, make the next game I mean, they're, like nintendo i mean they pay attention like there are the stories of them showing up and like what finding like different uh people who have hacked into devices and and talk to them about things and then they end up joining on that hacker one program to kind of like fast track that so they've i mean they've scouted talent from outside of the company before this is kind of interesting because it's i think it's actually going to do better than people are expecting anyway i think Uh, i think there's gonna be a lot of interest from younger audiences which is cool because you could have like you know teenage like like 12 13 14 year olds like picking this up and being like oh, i'm gonna try yeah, to build a game and, and see what happens there may be that whole concept of like game jams that they put together where like they give you know they give people like 48 hours to build something really cool and oh. then you know the best person wins you know ten thousand dollars or something for those come on mvg it's nintendo no hundred dollar <laughs> each up gift yeah, card yeah, but, yeah. 100 gold coins but for those that live stream you'll get a score bunny plus for those that live stream here you could set that up with your background for your phone an rgta 85 autograph uh, no but I'll, I'll say this though if i was like 12 or 13 and this came out this would have i would have freaked out yeah like, if, like yeah. back when i didn't have like a bunch of responsibilities and editing and work and all that 
I would have went nuts on this back in the day. Like this would have been I, I would have loved. I think if they can yeah. market this similar to like Roblox, they can find success with the younger mm. audience. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah. Roblox, please don't. Even... I'm getting. <laughs> don't mention Roblox, please. But they could even. I mean, they could even market it to like parents as like a almost like an educational experience yeah. as well, where they'd yep. be like, you know what? That's what they're getting for Christmas. <laughs> they have to do the opposite of what they did with Super Mario Maker Two. Yes. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, that I because I think that game probably should have done better than it did. Um, but here's the thing: with Mario Maker Two, though, man, I'm telling you, people do not want to make Mario games. I think they just want to download different. The, they, they just, just people do not. I tried to do the Mario Maker with my daughter, and it does not work. But New Super Mario Bros, she loves it. She loves it. My nephew's starting to. Nobody wants to sit there and make a damn Mario game. I, I just don't think people want to do that as much as people think they want it's to. It's very too difficult. I, yeah, I, think, it's hard. I think a lot of people would rather consume the difficult levels yes. that people have put time yes. into versus making it themselves. I think this is a little bit different because you're making, it's not a Mario game. It's making whatever you want, right? Yes. Whereas like people have already have a set concept of what they want out of Mario. And mm -hmm. when you do, try to make a level, like none of, even the hard levels, this is not Mario. It's just a bunch of people making crazy stuff, right? And they're making it way too hard. It's not Mario. New Super mm -hmm. Mario Bros or other games, that's Mario. So that, I think that's the problem that I had playing the game. I think I'd rather just play New Super Mario Bros. as well, or just like a Mario Odyssey. I think with this, it's different because that's what it, it, you don't have some preconceived notion of what it is. It's just whatever you're going to build. So to me, it's more appealing than like a Mario Maker. And just I mean, my, my my fear is just the marketability of it. Of anytime you have a new idea of here's this game engine you can play on. Like I feel like Mario Maker, at least it's oh it's Mario and I make him. This is like here's a cardboard box you could draw on. Like that's harder to sell. Yeah, that, that, that's definitely my worry as well. Hopefully, like I said, hopefully Nintendo will market this thing appropriately. Um, but there's also that fear that, hey, they're going to just ship this and then we won't hear anything about it, you know, for like three years or something. So I think you have to look at the release timing of the game because it is curious. It's right before E3, mm. which potentially means, you know, Nintendo, maybe they'll have something in their E3 Direct where they're going to have a heavy marketing presence of the game to really show off the creative tools that the game has so they get that launch week hype. Or maybe they have another Direct just game focused prior to release because this is a game you really want to get those creative tools front and center hype people up about the prospects of building games and the initial trailer and such was nice but you have to do more to really generate that hype because right now i feel as though the appeal while potential could reach older gamers and even the youth depending on how they market it it's still focused on that very niche amount of creators like MVG or the people who have committed themselves to dreams. You have to get beyond that bracket of gamers and you have to show why it could have casual appeal. And that's where if they can market it like Roblox or even like a Minecraft, you get that mass appeal that the game really needs to thrive. Right now, they just haven't gotten there yet. The pricing though is very, Price is good. very attractive. Mm -hmm. It's affordable. Mm -hmm. It's kind of something, even if you're not that creative, you're going to say, hey, 30 bucks, I'll give it a try. I can play some cool things. And maybe it's, oh, this is actually really accessible. I can make something. This I can make a Tetris clone. Or you're going to say, this is still too much of a pain in the ass for me. But people are making cool stuff. For 30 bucks, I got my money's worth out of it. They have Nate, to really. Nate, we can make Silent Hill. Oh, there we go. Yes. Finally, it's it happened. <laughs> I'm not going to make anything. I'm just going to play stuff. I'm I mean, not going to make same. a single level. You're going to have codes thrown all over, all over the for all over forums anyway. If Nintendo doesn't have a sharing function, there's there's going to be threads all over the place. Just like drop your codes in and explain what it is. So either way, people will start passing levels around.
but it should be it should be good that's out next month actually just ahead of e3 so we'll have mm-hmm. ratchet and and uh and and game garage builder out Oof, so that's gonna be fun. on the same that's time heck yeah interesting stuff there do we have uh any discord questions there evan Let's see the game garage ones i think we answered this one this is mostly asking mbg if they if he thinks it's a good game for like an intro to game dev which we went over and then yes I guess just more information on whether or not it's going to be easy to share levels on it like Mario mm. Maker 2, which I think they went over. It's going to be like codes we'll find or something. Out. Well, yeah, we'll hopefully find out closer to launch if they will have a browser of some kind that like dreams that you just go through levels uh, and stuff. I would be surprised if it's not set up more like Mario Maker, where it's like the hottest tracks, the newest ones, you know, challenge runs. I could see them having different modes, maybe, possibly. Mm. I, I, I mean, I'd I be more so. surprised they didn't have that. All right, okay. while we're in this breaking point, I'm going to run. I'm not even at my own house. These aren't even my dogs, but I have to take them out. So I love you guys very much. Bye, Max. Keep Resident Evil. You guys rock. Go watch my Resident Evil Village review. It's blowing up. I appreciate it. You guys rock. I watched it. It's great. I'm going to go to uh, some of the Super Chats here before we go over to some E3 talk. I'm going to start with SwiftX Miles. So what dead IP do you want to be revived on next gen? Go ahead and say Silent Hill, Nate. What was the question? I was reading a text message. What dead IP do you want to be revived on next gen? Can I say deep down, even if it didn't actually come out? <laughs> Can I do the Order 1886? Order 1886. <laughs> That's uh, not a bad one. Chameleon Twist or Croc? No one said. No one said like Dead Space. Kicks into the yeah. Echo. Dead Space. Is make no F Zero. No F Zero. Yeah. No F Zero. <laughs> No Star Fox? Oh, Wait, Star Fox no. considered dead? I don't think that's considered dead because there yeah. was a Star Fox less yeah. than 10 years ago. Chrono mm-hmm. Trigger needs to come back. Chrono Cross, Chrono Trigger, one of those two. Like, yeah, what so about like Mega Man Legends? That thing's dead. Let's bring Golden that back. Sun. Golden Sun. Yeah. Golden Sun. Hourglass 2. Golden Sun. Zoop! Zoop. What about a AAA Knights game? Ah, see, now we're talking. Knights needs to come back. Knights would be great. I actually like the Wii game. I thought the Wii game was okay. Team. It you was like okay. Alan Wonderworld. Oh, if you use if you use a st- uh, uh, classic controller, it was it was fine. The yeah. motion control sucked. Oh, you know, you know, it has an actual good one, Klonoa. Mm. That's a good pick. Ooh, yeah, wasn't there good. some like trademarks about Klonoa potentially coming back and all that? Yeah, Klonoa Encore was trademarked in Japan last year. Yep. Mm. T. Joe says thoughts on Yakuza sticking with turn-based combat while Judgment takes over the classic beat 'em up style. I think it's pretty disappointing. I, I actually like the idea of of them really? having a turn-based and then them also having that uh, action beat 'em up style with Judgment. I think it's yeah, cool. I thought it was a brilliant move because Yakuza Like a Dragon is a fantastic yeah, game. Very good. Yeah, Guys, why not? They the can build on move. that. It's the smart move to do. Now they can sell you more games. They don't have to just say, "Hey, this is the main game." They they can just make more. They can make two series of it, almost like. First person Resident Evil and third person Resident Evil. I think it's a smart move, personally. I don't play the games, but I think it's smart. From what I've seen, the games look freaking sick. I haven't played it in a long time, though. Wolfchain says, still playing Monster Hunter Rise, but I refuse to fight Kezo because his neck reminds me of my childhood camp counselor. Okay. Uh, oh, oh my God. <laughs> uh, please seek a therapist. Hits yeah. over hype says, gave into the hype and bought RE8 on the PS5. This is my first RE game ever, and I'm having a blast so far. Shout outs to Misclick. Hello. <laughs> Jeffrey says, this is this is the Sixers year. Let's go. Hashtag sports wave. Nope. Doc Rivers coaches. You already know what's going to happen. It's going to be. Choke <laughs> uh. in the black. That's what I was thinking, man. Who? Choke. 
Tjo says any anyway who here is trying to keep up with the epic games versus apple trial a lot of very interesting stuff has been happening out of the whole thing there's a lot there's too much stuff coming out of that trial carlos says only recently started playing judgment for ps5 and it is fantastic can't wait for the sequel yeah junior says hello everyone i'm just here to say that oj extorted me to pay for a question regarding this podcast <laughs> and that i really love your content thank you guys <laughs> it happens bro <laughs> fish, fish fan says thoughts to uh thanks to the entire spawn cast for another show also rgt any good gmi eats this week no not this week i'm going over there tomorrow for mother's day though so i'll stock up on whatever she cooked too much of pretty sure she said there's a roast tomorrow Ooh, okay. shouldn't you be cooking for her no Men in, the, men, in, day, not Sean day. men in the family aren't allowed to do anything. We're all idiots and babies. And well, that's true. I mean, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just roll. See, I don't care. See, Nate, there you go. You should. There, people say in sports wave, you should start up a sports wave uh, channel. No, I'll, 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 I'll get on there with you. Complained and said, "Don't talk sports." That's why you have another channel for it. I just want to talk baseball and football. There you go. Good enough. Khalil yeah, Ricketts says. There you go. Yeah, see. Cleo Ricketts says, uh, Spawn reminded me that E3 exists, has me hyped. Nate, the Xbox, says, Nate wrong on Metroid Starfield 2021. He said, what? LOL, a fraud. <laughs> when has either of those games been confirmed for 2021? Exactly. Save your $2. TJ says, you when. More uh, later, it'll be good. Oh, cool. When, when cool. <laughs> RTU posted that switch holder review, I think an RGT85 was quietly and gleefully smiling in the background. It's, it's I, I literally have not played my Switch in handheld mode without that thing since I got that thing. Like, I, I would be lost. Like, like, what is this? I can't do this. It's 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 a game changer, dude. Bradley says, Dear Sean, we love when you lie to us. Warm regards. The People versus RGT Facebook group Shenmue Live 2017. Look. <laughs> Nintendo Everything reported on it first. Josh says, Respect for MVG and his work on the Shantae Switch port. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Whitner, Whitner asks, can I get a Hoya? Hoya! There you go. Nate, the Xbox. <laughs> Jeff was wrong about Battlefield 6 reveal and Starfield 2021. Uh, Battlefield he, 6 get revealed soon. Yeah, Battlefield 6, it was supposed to be revealed this month. EA simply held it back a little bit, and Starfield has not... Yeah, there's rumors about... about Literally new rumors came out today that Microsoft has bought ad time for Starfield yeah. to come out in 2021. Yeah. So you should probably there's, check some of this information before you make donations. There's rumors, there's rumors around that Battlefield 6 uh, trailer as well as to why they haven't aired it yet, apparently. I don't know how true that is, so I'm not going to say exactly what it was, but that was uh, interesting if that's correct. I mean, like, there's a lot of rumors with Battlefield 6. I mean, one yeah. of the biggest ones is that Microsoft has secured it as a day one Game Pass release. Well, Really, all I would—I mean, Battlefield Six coming out this year, this holiday. Yes. So they've already said on their investors' call. We're just literally waiting for them to. They would most likely move to do a reveal trailer ahead of E3, and then if they're going to do something bigger at E3, like an EA E3, you know, EA Play or something, they'll actually show it fully there with gameplay. So that—that that would be my expectation. That's typically what they do in these types of situations. So, yes. like Jeff wasn't wrong about that. He reported the information that he had at the time he had it. Plans can change, especially. In E3 season, sometimes a company will pivot and say, you know what, we can wait the month, we can have a better marketing cycle for it. And again, nothing about Starfield has been deconfirmed regarding a 2021 release. Oh, also, I'm going to tell you this, the stuff that's going around about Battlefield 6, it, 
it sounds ridiculous. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, if if some of the stuff ends up being yeah, correct, a lot of screenshots have leaked. So, yeah, I mean the the what the, apparently they're going to try to do on next gen consoles is going to be pretty pretty good. So I'm looking forward to that. Arturo says, "Hey OJ, thanks for the smash tips. I was finally able to beat my friend thanks to you, but sadly it cost us our friendship. Was it truly worth it?" Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yes, it's worth it. Beating people's <laughs> butt in smash is like the greatest feeling ever. My brother didn't talk to me for like a week after I started beating him in smash, and it was totally worth it. And that's blood. So yeah, fine. <laughs> Christian says, "Homesick for work, but finally get to catch one of these live. Much love to everyone, and shout out to MVG for Shante." Thank you. Thank you. Xavier says, do you guys think it is a good idea to start collecting PS3 games now or do you uh, do not think the price will raise that much? You know what? If there is a dip on PS3 prices now because Sony's not shutting it down, they're still going to shut it down in like a year or two. So it's not a bad idea to start building it since Sony's basically showed us what their plan is going to be soon enough. So Katana Riku says Sega E3 means Shin Megami Tensei 5, hopefully. PTP says if you could go to any third party studio and tell them they have to remake a game with an unlimited budget, what studio and game are you choosing? Capcom, Mega Man X9, $100 million budget. <laughs> Konami silent. <laughs> Konami silent. You're going to have Konami make that? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Come on. Just, just, force, just force them to make them do it. Oh, man. Metal Gear Solid 4 remake. There you go. Or just or move it over. I'd go to Viacom and ask yeah. for Zoop. <laughs> You're not going to go and ask for a AAA Nights game? Nope, I'm asking for Zoop. Look what happened the last time he asked for a exactly. AAA Nights game. Exactly. He got Balan. He, he got Balan in a petition. Or maybe Sega to do a Shenmue 1 and 2 on the Switch so that motherfucker will shut up. You know up. what? Every time Sean wants a, a new AAA Nights game, we get, we get humans... And Balan Wonderworld. Fuck humans. You hyped that game that, up on that Tokyo nope. Game Show reveal like this is going to be the greatest game ever. Human. They made it that way. Human. <laughs> We're all just humans being. You hyped up everyone for a AAA Nights game and we got human. We got Balan too. I mean, oh. I'd rather play human than Balan. Are you sure um, about that? <laughs> And this is from I Live for Retro. Hey, Spawncast, how come Microsoft is utilizing their hardware better than Sony? When will we see more 120 FPS games for PS5? That's a good question. I think some of that has to do with the backwards compatibility that Microsoft's really focusing on right now. So, I mean, they, they really went for it, and Sony's more interested in... Got Mass Effect 120 only on Xbox. Oh my yeah, God, I noticed that. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, I was going to get Mass Effect on the Xbox anyway, because that's... I look at Mass Effect and I just kind of relate it to the Xbox probably because yeah. that's where you know it was back in the day. Um, so I was I was getting on the Series X either way on Friday, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be picking Mass that Effect. up and going one through three 120 frames per second Mass Effect, and that's just on an LG CX, bro. That's I'm gonna be good. Excited it's to gonna be good. That. Old yeah. Taco says, after buying an OLED Vita, I genuinely hope the OLED switch rumors are real. I'll totally buy one. So do I. Uh, yeah, well, who you, who you call it mentioned on there? I had someone send me this. I'll look who it was. Uh, Universal. What's the company called? Oh, uh, Universal. Universal Display Corporation mentioned it on their uh, on their investors call the other day. <laughs> so there you go. They mentioned reports of that, which was interesting that they mentioned it on their uh, investors call that Nintendo was uh, going to be using the 
OLED displays in their Switch Pro. Matt Wallace says, you think we will ever get a direct sequel to Infamous 2? Yes. There we go. Khalil says, bought a series as until I can get my hands on an X and after witnessing 60 FPS. I now understand why it's a big deal. Chris says, happy Mother's Day weekend to Spawncast families. Welcome back and happy birthday, Max. Max is gone. I hope big, big booba lady, Miss D, scares you in your dreams. Mike says, MVG, when is solar winds mistakes were made? Um, not really my area, but I'm interested in that story, though. But I probably won't make a video on solar winds. Come on. Henry says, anybody going to try the Guilty Gear Strive beta next week? That sounds like something up Evan's alley, actually. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm playing that. Jeffrey, sa Jeffrey says, uh, Sean, second boss area in RE8 didn't unsettle you? Obviously not, because there I didn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sonny with an upside-down smiley face. Mr. Pete says, everyone playing RE8 and Returnal, but I'm playing Captain Toad. Also, will OJ be on the spawncast? That was a $5 donation. I am here. There you go. Sonny with a $1 uh, super chat here no message game knob says doge to the moon elon snl mm -hmm. mr pete says mg uh, metal gear F mg5 now that you are now that you are an official <laughs> you're supposed to say mvg mvg now that you're an official switch developer are you st still allowed to make homebrew on the switch of course yeah yeah of course i am Okay. Trom, Trom says, is the heavily reported rumored Silent Hill still a PS5 exclusive or no? I remember the original rumor was Sony got the licensing. Nate? It's my understanding mm -hmm. that it is, but oh, Nate, it, Nate hears things. Silent Hill, the situation with Silent Hill is that there are two Silent Hills in development. Yeah. One is that Sony has a publishing deal for a specific Silent Hill project. The other was that it was licensed out to a third-party company in that case, right? it would not necessarily be a Sony exclusive. It would be a multi-platform release. So there's two different projects. In regards to the Sony one, that is a very cloudy situation right now. There's a lot of things have changed regarding it, and it's just it's tough to get concise, accurate, timely information on that specific project at this moment. There we go. And Jungle says, Mother 3 on Game Garage Builder. There you go. We can, we can finally make it happen. Fetch says, can't wait to play through Mass Effect Trilogy again next week. Do you guys think there's any chance that ever makes its way onto Switch? I actually do think it'll go to Switch eventually. Yeah. One of the initial rumors before it was even announced that it was coming out on uh, the other consoles and then the Switch version was going to be later down the road. Yep. What do, you, what do you think, Nate? What was the question? About Mass Effect Trilogy heading to Switch at some point. A potential, yeah, it'd be a late release, maybe yes. sometime like next year at best. It's something that they were considering, but it was just never in consideration for a day-to-day -day launch with the other version. So it would just be, it's EA's decision, probably at best a yeah, year late. I don't know why, yeah. but for some reason, Mass Effect's gonna be one of the if they if it they, it gets the switch. Mass Effect's gonna be one of those like games that's like, kind of like mind blowing as a portable game. I don't know why it's like Mass Effect for some you reason. Can play, you can play Mass Effect Three on the game pad as long as you're within six feet of the of the Wii U. <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> Gosh, Dad, uh, I once was moving into a place oh, no. and I didn't have my TV <laughs> and I literally sat there on the floor because I was waiting for the cable people to come 
mm. I think. And I sat on the floor with my Wii U and I just played everything on my gamepad because I had to wait like two hours for the fucker to show up. Two whole hours on that gamepad, man. Yeah. <laughs> How did your battery last long? Well, I had, I plugged it into the wall. I had power mm. in the place. Mm. Okay. All right, let's go to let's talk about E3 here. I, I said I want to try to talk about E3 every week as we kind of build up to the event happening next month. I'll pick out a couple companies as we go along here. So I thought, hey, you know what? Sean missed on that AAA Nights game, but there's an event coming up where maybe there's some redemption here. All right. I don't know if it's gonna be AAA Nights, but Sega has uh sega's been having a hard time recently i'll give them that i mean they had that the judgment sequel announcement which is cool you know have that but like sega in general has been having a hard time they got hit pretty hard with a lot of the uh the covid stuff with remote work and they've made mention of that with their investors and uh kind of reported lower revenue numbers and a lot of projects being pushed off which is what we assume happened to sonic or any kind of uh, any kind of reveals there and i assume some atlas projects are going to be at e3 but what are we thinking for sega at e3 next month do we think they're going to have a a major presence or i guess an above average presence for uh for the different companies there no no <laughs> that was quick <laughs> i i just i i can't have faith in them anymore like it's oh, just man it, that triple eight that ball and wonder that really hurt you well th that wasn't even sega that was yuji naka but uh, technically square but it's just it's it's hard like yeah i just, I just mean like balan hurt you to the point oh, where yeah. you just you just have no faith in any of this stuff anymore you're just <laughs> I, like I, nah, I really don't no. i really <laughs> well we got S smt5 so okay SMT5 the atlas part I, the atlas part will be fine there will be your atlas game so it'll be good stuff on that but as far as sega i look at sega like a like a konami i expect nothing and Whoa. somehow some way i'm still disappointed Dang, Man. that far? Yep. It's, listen, it's that far. What has listen, Sega, Sega done? Not Atlas, no, Sega. What have they Sega done in the past has, three or four years? That was like, They've wow. made Sakura Wars, but the problem was that they only made it on PS4, but that's a Sonic Forces? <laughs> that was rated like a 36 out of 40 by Famitsu, They made Val right? Val Valkyria Chronicles oh, 4. the rating was on Famitsu for that. Keep going. Somebody <laughs> asked, have you played Valkyria Chronicles 4? That, that was 2018. Yeah. That game was fantastic. Yeah, Sakura Wars game. is good. I mean, they've done some good things. To, they've obviously done like the judgment and all that. The problem is that they've been very weird in terms of their like releases. They're finally starting to actually make multi-platform now. So hopefully they've gotten the picture and they come with a big Sonic game. I think Sonic needs to come there. I think they need to show some ports. People have been wanting to play like Sakura Wars, some Persona games, stuff like that. They need to port some other stuff. If they do that, come with a couple ports. Sonic, you know, maybe some something else, like another, like, okay, hey, they're reviving one of their older IPs or something like that. They don't need a lot. That's the thing, like, because we don't expect much, right? Right, Sean? They're not expecting no, much. So they don't need it's a time lot. To, it's time to break the glass and just do the Dreamcast Mini. The the like yeah. the yeah the emergency glass just break it and do the Dreamcast man. What's what's the over that. under? A skies of Arcadia. Any chance? Zero. I'm gonna go with zero. If there negative. was a negative, yeah. <laughs> I you know what you know what. All right, what, so a, there's no licensing so, issues, right? They don't they own just own that? Couldn't they just yeah. do it? Yeah, they just they just yeah, don't it, want to. It bombed. <laughs> it just like it uh, <laughs> so bad. They made the the Dreamcast version. Ooh, they're like, okay. Well, Let's try to get on the Here's GameCube, my, and then that is bring well, it back and let it flop again. But we're going to love it, though. So, what, just, <laughs> so I think I think we're going to see. I mean, I think we're going to see at least maybe two Sonic games. I think we're going to see that Sonic Ooh. Colors remaster. Yeah, we'll see Sonic Colors. HD. That'll be there. And then I, okay, nice. I think Jordan's excited. Jordan's excited. I think, go. I think we got to we got to we got to get a sequel to Sonic <laughs> Mania, a two D Sonic game to go along with it. 
No, people, everyone everyone likes Sonic Mania. Everyone likes Sonic Mania. It'd be a pretty quick turnaround on that. Though, but Sonic yeah. Colors is a 2D game. Yeah. You can't it's have Sega. They don't do Sonic. things that make sense. No, it's 3D. Well, it's a 3D, but the game it, is like it, full 3D, though. Yeah, I mean, I mean like yeah, the kind of the, 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 like the 16 bit looking. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking more like both that. Of them. Sonic fans will legitimately buy. Okay. I think I would buy both. Sonic fans will buy anything, though. Let's be realistic. What if you have. What if you. Hey, Sonic Forces got a 35 out of 40 for Famitsu. So if any game comes out with Famitsu, you always want to play the game of did it score higher than Sonic Forces or not? Okay. That's what you want to do. But I think, you know, they could even do three if they really wanted to they could do the colors they could do uh, another 2d sonic game and then they could say hey we're also working on this big sonic game Major it's hopefully sonic. not terrible you know they'll flash a logo of a four on a screen and then sonic adventure three i'm sonic in sonic forces look <laughs> years you guys later. gotta admit though sonic forces looked cool when you first okay saw it. sonic forces looked good until they showed yeah. what looked like <laughs> deviant art custom characters and yes, i was like well, <laughs> sonic community wants the sonic two stuff they're crazy deviant <laughs> It probably but, was them who did it, dude. They'd be getting people to make their games all the okay, time. Okay, <laughs> but the other, the other, the other emergency glass, you know, break for Sega is Sonic Adventure Three because people know, like, they relate, like, you know, an actual good three D Sonic game. Even whoa, though if you go back whoa, and play whoa. it, what, what, what did I, what did I say, Nate? Oh, their their moment would be, oh gosh, a brand new or an HD collection of Super Monkey Ball One and Two. That will be a hype moment. Super exciting, though. Awesome. They could sell 500,000 copies of that and move along. Whoa, if people are going to sit here on this couch and bash Super Monkey Ball 1 and 2, we can all get the hell out. It's a game game that they're going to announce. People are going to be really excited. Like, I'll buy it. But then I already know what's going to happen. Anything else that gets announced after that, people immediately will forget that Super Monkey Ball is there. Yeah, like uh, I, I get you. It's it, a good it's game. It's just the way it is. Like I, I don't it, it's a monkey in a ball. I mean, like at the end of yeah, the day, like monkey, it's a monkey target. In a ball. I, we want to see some stuff target. from Sega. We want to see some stuff from Sega. Man, monkey ball is great, but they already didn't they do like a monkey ball banana blitz already, right? On the, yeah, one. but that one sucks. I know, but yeah. I'm just saying, like p- the original GameCube games. Those are oh, cool. legend. Which would you be more hyped for? Like actual real Persona ports and like SMT and like st- and like Sonic games or Monkey Ball? I care about the thing that I'm biased towards, okay? You know what? <laughs> you know what? Just announce the Dreamcast games for the Switch. Bring those over. That'd be that'd be cool. Yeah. See? All right. So now, okay. Get that done. You know, get the Sonic, get some Sonic games out there. Do something with Sonic. Like Sonic, Sonic like fell off the edge of a cliff recently. I don't know what happened there. So get, cause we already know the new movie, a new movies, you know, in the works, that's going to happen. So maybe, maybe actually plan this out and line up your next big 3d Sonic game near the movie. So you can kind of you know capitalize on that hype, get that marketing going and, and make it Sonic adventure three. And there you go. That's it. And then talk about Shin Megami Tensei Five. Like you gotta, yeah. you, you gotta talk about that. Like, please. It was like the, first switch, this year? <laughs> like the first Switch game ever announced, and like it hasn't even came out yet, man. Like, you gotta talk about that. Switch. Like, yeah, yeah, but... yeah. And and I assume they'll show more of uh, the Judgment sequel there as well. So that's seems pretty straight. I don't know. You think they'll do any other kind of a uh, Sega Saturn ports or anything? No. Well, uh, maybe, maybe, because there's that one company that's doing um, some of the old Saturn um, remakes. Um, so I do wonder if they've they've got some type of thing where they can. I mean, forever. Dragon Saga. Dragon Saga. Um, no, 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 not not forever. Um, it's one of the Japanese companies from. The oh, recent, they're doing the cotton. Uh, 
yeah, doing the yeah the cotton games, right? Cotton Boomerang and Cotton Two, I think. So they've obviously got Saturn emulation running on the Switch. So there's a chance that we may see some more um, throwback games come to the Switch. That'd be cool. Okay, okay, I'm alright with that. That'd yeah. be cool. Uh, I'd yeah. love that. I really, I would like to see Sega actually have like a big showing next month, but I, I don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, but I mean, but, but, some of the stuff's been pushed back, so maybe like i said john our our expectation for sega is at really low no matter what it's it's low so it wouldn't take people like oh wow persona on pc well this is a great that's all that's a good point they just made one freaking tw- decade old PS Vita game, and even before that, it was a PS2 game from. But they were they were confused that it sold well on the PC. Yeah, that's what they makes were surprised. me surprised. Yeah, that's what that's what makes me worried <laughs> yeah. about this company. And then people say, "Oh, you're just you're just trying to want it on Switch." I'm like, "Listen, they need to do more." Oh, how about this? Nobody's mentioned this. Etrian Odyssey. That franchise has been gone. Mm. They've been talking about that coming back. Maybe Etrian Odyssey gets a debut on Switch. I would. I think that that that's gonna happen. I think Etrian Odyssey maybe we'll okay. maybe we'll see that. Maybe we'll see okay. something like that. That's a great great right. franchise. Very good, very good. So here's, here's hoping they have at least something good for Sonic next uh, next month, along with something some cool with Persona would be because isn't Persona in like an anniversary year yeah. as well? That's going on. 25. They had they had mentioned that there was some kind of uh, plans around some of the older Persona games. So who knows? Maybe they start bringing those up. What, and what those about through. like? And this is left field, but you know, like Shining Residence Refrain Two or something, right? Because they oh, did that okay. in 2018. Whoa, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was good. They, they, right? they like didn't it. even want to bring that game over originally. So, I mean, if they actually made a sequel to it, that'd be—I'd be down. I thought it was a pretty good game. I know Sean liked it. So I liked it. Okay, okay. Like Very good. Virtual Fighter. That'd be nice. Virtual. Fi- be hey, nice. hey. Guess what? You're gonna be—you're gonna be pretty happy soon, actually, for that one. Yeah, yeah I've been doing Virtual Fighter. What do you? <laughs> something got raided or something. Yeah, they're uh, they're gonna they're gonna move that up. So I think you'll be happy with that one. Are they going to make that easier to play? Probably not. <laughs> it's still gonna be was, yeah. Uh, back when I was playing fighting game, that game is tough to play. Man. It's, it's still gonna be a bit hard to play. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I, it sounds like they're gonna be bringing that one up. So for like PS5 and everything. So that'll be good to see. Okay. Sounds yes. good. I'm looking forward to, to next I'm, month with Sega. Here's I'm, hoping. I'm hoping. I'm looking. I'm hoping. I'm looking I'm trying to be positive with them. Prepare because for, we all kind of grew up with Sega. So say yeah, it. So say too. it, MBG. Prepare for disappointment. Oh. <laughs> Come on, let's just, just be honest. Sega, I mean, all I need is one. Hold on, hold on. I Sean, don't care. Sean says. Actually, Sean just said something interesting there. What did you say, Sean? Uh, someone in the chat said that we were all forgetting about PSO2. PSO2. That is also a good one because ble- that was actually supposed to be coming to all platforms, when I remember, and it hasn't yet. So maybe they announced that it's going to be coming to all platforms in the West. I don't know. PSO2 I mean, is really good, but it is grindy. As it is grindy. Ever. It is very grindy. And yes. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a commitment. Like any, any, any MMO RPG, yep. it's a commitment. But we are seeing more streamed games on the Switch. And for I remember in Japan, they stream it to the Switch, if I'm not mistaken. So maybe maybe that's they they do that here on the west for the switch and then they also move it to the playstation so i mean technically they could stream it to the vita i mean they do that in japan so there you go my expectations aren't high for sega like i said all i need is like one good thing and i'll be like all right cool like that's all persona port i just need one or two good things for them so even if their show sucks e3 and they said here's sonic colors hd and persona Mm -hmm. 5 (laughs) is going to game pass it's already in HD. Sonic Color or hold oh, oh no, sorry, my bad. I was thinking. Um Sonic Colors HD, yeah, that'd be cool. And then Persona's going to Game Pass. That'd be like we already have Persona on PS5. Like they show up with two announcements. 
I mean, that, that that's cool. And they're both older games. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that's not... That, uh, I guess that's, that's true. That's not that great, though. If they did that because it's like, we already have Persona 5 Royal on PS5 and all that, it doesn't bring any new way to play. I mean, I guess for Game Pass people, but it's like... Nobody's buying Game Pass. It would play. break that oh, that belief world. that that Persona stuck on the PlayStation. So that would be interesting. I guess that'd be the only thing that would be like, okay, cool. Yeah. Now we know that Persona is not. It doesn't have some type of weird exclusivity. Ooh, I like the idea of Crazy Taxi. Let's do that. Let's get Crazy Taxi. No, you don't want that to happen because it's the people who have it. You don't want to have it. Who um, has it? Oh, who has it? They announced it, didn't they? Let me check. What? I'm not revealing that stuff if they didn't actually publicly confirm it yet. Oh, I know. What are you talking about? I know what you're talking about, Nate. Shut up, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? Uh, okay. Sega has it. Yes. <laughs> okay, sure. That's fine. Uh, let me let me go over here. Oh, Bradley also says, "God, seeing the defeat in Sean's face when asked about Sega was brutal. We love that. Do it again. The People versus RGT Facebook group. <laughs> Are you versus? Is there a Facebook group that's just after you, Sean? Are they on you? I don't know. But if there is, I'd like to join. Bradley, you gotta let you gotta let Sean know so he can join that group. Because <laughs> I will. I don't care. <laughs> Evan, we got Discord questions over there. Only one, and it's uh, how many of you have completed." Ring Fit Adventure. I have not. Oh, I got. I thought I got like more than halfway in, and then I reached a certain point. I realized I was only like just under halfway, and I got so discouraged. But I will say, Ring Fit actually kicked my butt into going to the actual gym. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to like going back and finishing that now that I feel stronger and stuff. But yeah, no, Ring Fit's great, but it's it's a huge game. It's huge. This is from this one's from Fetch saying, I can't wait to play through Mass Effect trilogy again next week. Do you guys think there's any chance it ever makes its way onto Switch? I do. I think Metroid Prime trilogy is coming. No, oh, Mass Effect trilogy. I'm sorry. Metroid Prime trilogy. <laughs> what? 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 I was gonna say, didn't we just do a fucking segment about that? Victor says, literally just beat RE8. It's a top three Resident Evil game. Oh, there you go. For me. <sighs> Such a goofy action game with survival elements. RGT, the dull area scared the hell out of me. I mean, yes, but then that goes into the pacing of the game being uh, weird and I don't know. Logan says in late 2019, there was talk that that would be the show 21 was going to be on Xbox and switch. We have an Xbox version available, nothing for switch. Do you think it's canceled or possible wait for switch pro? Uh, I think next year. Yeah. Yeah. They need an extra year just to get it, make it work. So designer core says if the NES gamepad was the father of the D pad, would you say the DualShock one was the father of modern controller design camera plus movement control and first person shooter? Mm, Sure. I'd say so. Jason says, "Yes." <laughs> Jason says, "I'm just here so I don't get fined." <laughs> You're not Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> Bradley says, "Why does game, Nintendo Game Builder have hype around it when Unity is a free download and there are tons of resources available for free?" There, there's a, the, yeah, it's for accessibility. People just getting yes, anyway. yeah. Nintendo, Nintendo, Nintendo dressed it up very, yeah. very well. You can yeah. download Unity; it's free, and then you get a blank screen with all these buttons and icons and stuff, and yeah. it's like figure it out. So yeah, don't, don't you that, even don't you even have right? access to serious. Unreal Engine right now? Like you can just get on it and tinker around with it. Like, yep. Yep. Christopher says, "Does the LGCX look good with darker themed games?" 
yeah. I mean, yeah. Returnal, yeah. Yeah. I think Returnal's darker. Resident yeah. Evil looks, yeah, Resident Evil looks, Resident Evil looks good on it when you go through some of the the darker pathways and stuff. But, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's got a good HDR implementation. It's gonna look, it's gonna look. Oh yeah. yeah, it pops really well off that screen. But if you're wondering about, you really have to make sure that you like tune it. You know, mm-hmm. like if you yep. just play it out, you're gonna, it's gonna look like it's trash. Like you wasted your money. So make sure you watch the people that you know can help you. There set are it some, up. yeah, there are some YouTube. There's a. One person HDTV on YouTube that does test. it. Yeah, they, yeah, they go through the settings. They're like, these are the HDR settings you want for your TV. And they do it for a bunch of them. So, yeah, any, any really any OLED after you yeah. tune it, like, whew, any of these uh, games that have, like, that are, like, like you said, dark themes are going through dark areas. But then there's, like, patches of bright spots. It looks great on it. Uh, RDX says Returnal is a $70 quick resume commercial. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gilbert <laughs> says, uh, Miss is Miss Click there? Oh, because Miss Click is the is Miss Click there because she is the best. And by the way, I might make a tier list for you all and soon. And me characters are the best for Smash Bros. My favorite player character ever. A tier list. There you go. Sheriff, uh, no message there. Thanks, Sheriff. Christian says, "Your Switch game developers know more about new Switch revision first. MVG, stop holding back on us and give us some good facts already." <laughs> well, I don't know anything, and if I did, the there answer is I still don't know anything. There you go. Hawk says, "250 hours in Monster Hunter Rise and still loving it. Game of the year for me." Mm. RDX says, "Everyone is sleeping on Scorn." Uh, Sheriff says this should have been attached earlier. Uh, I'd love the podcast. You guys keep killing it. But Nate, what happened to my Dark Alliance on Switch? On the Switch? catastrophic failure happened. <laughs> It'll come back to Switch once they fix the problem. What happened? I don't know specifics as to why they had to pull it, but if you literally are launching a game on a Friday and then immediately have to say we're not releasing on the Switch due to issues, then something failed and they ran into some sort of bug that they right. could not launch that game. But Dang. it shouldn't be too long of a delay. So you uh, they said it's only going to be a, a few days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's something It's something minor. It's nothing to concern yourself with. Danny says, any tips on best ROM sites trying to avoid viruses? Just go to our, our web archive, archive.org and Google, and just search in there. You'll find whatever you want in there. Ross says, Sportswave NHL. Connor McDavid just scored his 97th point, 130 minutes into a game versus Vancouver. Three points to go for 100 points. <laughs> I'm telling you, Nate, set up the channel. I don't watch hockey. Set up the channel. We'll do sports. I'm telling you, you guys can all, we're all going to do it this upcoming football season. I, there you I, go. I got that. I'll have, you guys can all, or whoever wants to come on, you guys will be able <laughs> to talk about it with me. We're going to do, do sports wave. Nate, yeah. set the channel up. You can do your around the horn idea. Yeah, I, can need, all do I, need, I need four people with me. I can do it. I'm you, need, you, need, do it. you need to go around the. Yeah, we'll make Sean do it too. Make Sean can have like the crazazy rants randomly, and then he's all the, the Woody, he'll be like Woody he Page. All the points, yeah. yeah he'll, he's, he can have the chalkboard in the back, like. <laughs> Girl, and cut my toenails tonight. <laughs> I'll be Stephen A. I'll be I'll be Stephen A. <laughs> Today, it's one of the worst days I've had in a long time. Jay Swan, shout out to OJ for recommending Persona Five. I just beat Persona five royal and it's one of the best games i've ever played amazing story and characters mm-hmm. there we go vanisera says fantasy star online 2 new genesis closed beta starts next weekend and is a different game from the base fantasy star online 2 looking forward to testing it Tariq says the oh does video game cover art matter nowadays hmm oh, like it's, it used a to. Of, it's a form of marketing yeah it's gonna have yeah. some impact 
it's still like a cool cover on a game oh yeah yeah absolutely yeah but it like it's a lot of stuff's going all digital now so like 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 the cover used to have to grab you like big time when you're walking yeah Yeah. it it still kind of does that in an online shop because you'll still see the online shops that use art rather than just a screenshot the icon on your home screen is the most important thing now but I do, I do think that back then it was a lot more important because we didn't have the reviews like the online and the cell phones and all. Because I would walk through like Video City or like the stores and I'd be like, I, that's why I rented Dragon Ball GT because the cover looked cool. Man, that game sucks though, man. Like, let me tell you, uh, I, mean, I guess the one good thing now is that Microsoft doesn't have that. Remember, I used to have that big sticker on the front for the Series X. Um, yeah they made they made it so it's like this little series x sticker on the top now so it, it's not like all over the cover it's just like this little one right up here so i bought guilty gear x for the playstation 2 because the cover art was insane it was uh, so beautifully drawn and then you look at back at all the konami games like the castlevania titles Yep, that cover art was spectacular. The best is when you, you the best is when you compare. Japanese Mega Drive games I bought because I love the covers way better than the yeah. US. The, Genesis yeah, the best games. is when you compare that, like uh, Ico for Japan's cover versus America's yeah, oh, horrendous oh American version, where he's just like, "Hey guys, look at me!" and it's a beautiful artwork for how Europe. About Mega, how about Mega Man's cover for? Oh gosh, Mega Man X cover art was good. Yeah, the original Mega Man. Oh for, my gosh. For those who don't know, too young, go look up the bad. original Mega Man cover arts for the NES. I mean, what it, was it like Mega Man, was it three? Or when they started to go more normal with it? I think it was three or four, I, but I know like two and like one. I remember the first one was bad. Like, it was like, yeah. Ooh, ooh, one was ugly. That was not good. Oh, and it took, a, it took a while for them to even get his character model right on the front cover until they got to like Mega Man 6 where he actually looked correct. So, But Mega Man X cover art was, was freaking amazing. Man. Oh, yeah. That's, good. Oh, that's yeah, why I first thought, right? Art is so bad. So and he's like, why did it bomb? I don't know. Look at that thing. Zyra <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Miller says, the, the new gameplay for Biomutant looks really good. Don't sleep on it. I agree, Zyra Miller. I'm going to pick uh, it you up. Should, you should tell Nate that. What? Yeah, he's downplaying Biomutant over there. Come out. Comes out, mate. He said moment. it was going to be canceled. Comes out like May 25th. Yeah, it's too close to um, Ratchet and Clank for me. Uh, okay, that's fair. I'm going to pick it up, though. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, it. It has looked better as they've shown it, so... I think it's looking pretty good. I'll, I'll pull up uh, Streamlabs after we finish up our final topic. I put I this one Rhode in. Island back this week. What? Huh? Rhode Island fact. In the end, oh, NFL okay. draft, uh-huh. <sighs> we had a high school athlete taken in the first round by the Indianapolis Colts. Okay. Who was it? Uh, what's his name? Uh, That's what everyone thought. Yeah. What's his name? <laughs> yeah, he's so legendary. You don't even know his name. Hold on. Oh, hold on. What's what's his uh, face? You stopped the jersey. entire podcast to tell us that that don't Jeez. know the guy's name. Woody Woody Pay. You should just made up a name immediately. Woody Pay. Batu Pay is playing now. Batu Pay. Woody Woody or wouldn't he pay? That's the question. <laughs> no one was going to look that up, Nate. You could just set any name. We've been like, what all right, what cool. position, Nate? Real quick, what position does he play? He's a uh, defense. defense. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you are making this guy. up. I don't know. You might be making this up. I don't know. This is one of the best facts ever. Oh, he went to Bishop Hendrickin. He's from, he's from like New Guinea. 
I thought you said he, he was. The University of I thought you said he was from Rhode Island. He moved here when he was like three months old. Oh, okay. He was the 21st overall pick. Did you know that New Guinea is um, about <laughs> 200 miles north of the tip of Australia? Australia facts. Oh, Australia, Australia facts. Yeah, facts. Australia. I love Australia, Australia facts. Those are the best. Bringing let's, it back. Let's uh, let's let's go over to the the final topic we had tonight, and I wanted to bring this up because it popped up during that Apple Epic lawsuit. And it someone had... that said who he was defensive end. <laughs> and it and it had to do with the idea of there being a Fortnite Metroid crossover where Samus would appear as a character similar to how we have Kratos and Master Chief. I guess it'd be like a playable skin basically in the game. And they were, I guess, attempting to approach Nintendo about it or they were planning on doing it and they had, I guess they had and maybe got turned down. It's hard to say because it was mostly just part of their plans and we know Kratos and Master Chief ended up, you know, actually working out. But what was interesting I made a tweet about this and there were people kind of split. Like people, some said, you know what? Now nah, we, we can't have that. Like Samus can't go to Fortnite. That's not a good idea. And other people said it was a good idea. So I know Sean, you're not big on the idea of it. No. Okay. So what's everyone think about? All right. Cause let's just say, let's pretend right now. Okay. It's on the table still. Would you want Samus to be a skin or a character in Fortnite with the, uh, the stipulation that it would be available on all platforms? Yes. I mean, why not? Say no? Are people really <laughs> mad at this? Sean, Sean said yeah. that, and I, I just want to hear him out on this. And I'm, I'm curious. Yeah, I'm curious. Why... Explain to me why this isn't a good idea. It's just in my personal opinion, it devalues the brand. But you and always how... make fun about how no one buys Metroid. So that's, how no, this... it's brand awareness. Yeah. I, I'm not that's, saying that's how does that devalue the brand. I'm yeah. not. I'm not saying that that's I've... a wrong mindset to have. I'm just saying. Hmm. That to me, it just sort of, it, and I don't. She's I don't not like, your girlfriend. Let me ask you this, Sean. Let me ask you this then. Did Rocket League devalue Metroid? Oh, that was only available on the Switch, though. We're talking about putting Samus on the PlayStation and uh, the Xbox. I, to me, this is this is a slam dunk. If you can get it done, do it. This is brand recognition for a franchise that desperately needs it. Yes, you want to get care. You want to get people to know what Metroid is. Metroid is one of the greatest franchises that people don't buy. Yep. It's been around Why forever. Why? It's that? one of the great. Do people not? Are, are people out there really like, oh, Metroid? What the fuck is that? Like, yes, yes, maybe younger kids, but playing Fortnite. But are those hmm. the kids that are going to be out going and spending money on him? Yeah, they could ask their parents uh, to maybe buy Metroid and stuff like that. Or V Box. I, I, I just, I, mean, I just, I just don't see it like being this catapult success for the metroid uh, franchise you, when you, the games I'm have been awesome though but they've never sold the highest you selling have, metroid you game have to think of it never even hit three mil you have to think mm. of it this way though this yes it is just a skin there's unless they do a cutscene or a cool trailer that they do like with the walking dead they didn't really do one for kratos or master chief per se master chief was cool like the little intro they did with the freezer and the gas station that was cool Normally they do, like, even though it's not like Smash, right? We bring characters in, there's a whole kit designed around them. It's very authentic. Every character, well, almost every character is unique. With Fortnite, these are the skins. So the animations, the guns, all that's going to control the same because otherwise that would change the playing field. However, they have the really cool packs that they they bring with these characters. And I could totally see Samus's, uh, her gunship coming down as, as the paragliders or whatever. Like there's a lot of customized looks and aesthetics that you could bring in that would get people interested. And I know for a fact too, like I'm going to say right now, Samus was one of my role models growing up. I would buy that skin in a heartbeat. And I know a lot of other people, especially if they did like the tiered skins that they wanted to do 
they could be like hey yo this is like this badass girl character where's she from she's kind of cute she's got booba what game is she from no there are multiple ways people would get interested very tall booba yeah yeah there you go (laughs) go on i i think here's the thing is there any data correlation that would show a rise in sales for Halo, no. for God of War, for uh, Street Fighter, because no. of inclusion in Fortnite, or do kids play it as the Fortnite thing and look at it and like, oh, cool, it's another skin, move on. I mean, you could say the same for characters like Marth being put into Smash Brothers. You can see an initial rise like that, but Fire Emblem's still relevant nowadays because people were always interested in it, in it until it came over. Like, it's the same thing. It's all about relevancy. You keep I think things it's just in the back of your mind yeah. when you get, yeah, you keep it I in mean, your mind. It's advertisement. I mean, we had yeah. we had what Metroid Prime three on the Wii that came out in what two thousand and eight, seven, two thousand seven. Uh, so one point four one mil sold on a yeah, hundred million. It, it yeah, sold so there, there's a lot of so there are a lot of kids that are playing Fortnite now that like weren't even alive then. I have no yeah. idea, you know, Met, Metroid or Samus or any of that stuff. So I mean. I don't know why people seem to think that the Metroid franchise is super valuable. And I just, I don't, I mean, if you compare it to Nintendo's other stuff, it's like below. Not. It's, 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 a, <laughs> it's another F zero. It's a franchise yeah. that everyone wants, but nobody fucking buys. So yeah, that's why I'm like, I mean, right now I, I look at Metroid prime four and in my, my mind, I'm like the pressure, the pressure is like massive on that game. I mean, how long is the development going to be on this thing? If you really think about it, since it's they told us about it in 2017, I'd hope they at least started development before then. You and know, it's is this going to be a six year dev cycle on this thing total because we had to restart? Well, that's why I thought that maybe the game with Metroid, it needs to be something that goes. It, it can't be what you remember because they tried what you remembered multiple times. They've tried and I get it. I know it's a switch. It's different but they need they need to evolve the game somehow they need to have its breath of the wild moment something whatever the case yeah. is right they need to do something in order to get more people excited and about it. and having samus yeah. and fortnite to get more just more eyeballs on the brand i mean all of yep. us would take a fortnite deal even if it was for free we would all say yeah use our branding for fortnite this, right everybody here would do that this to so, me is the yeah. i'm a man of integrity but i want to play like you selfish. as a character in fortnite come on you would yeah. be like, all right use me go ahead no problem just put yeah. rgt85 Dude, your, i'm good your you know? dance would be the hands on head thing that you do <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i'd buy that skin i'd buy that skin <laughs> no and as I'm, someone's saying in the chat that i'm saying that because master chief and uh, kratos are in uh, fortnite they're being devalued no it's completely different those companies handle their ips microsoft and sony handle their ips very very differently than nintendo does you see tons of cross promotion with doritos and you know butterfinger bars and shit like that with a lot of these video game characters you don't really see it that much with nintendo characters unless it's a nintendo specific deal like mm. the nintendo cereal was i mean they've, 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 i mean to be honest at this point they've tr- they've tried stuff with metroid let's try some other stuff with metroid now to actually get above yeah. that three million mark let's right. do some other, let's try to let's try to be halo or kratos here let's try can that we also yeah, just... talk about that 
that um, Samus was on a list that also had like Lady Gaga, and <laughs> Ariana Grande, Snake skin Kill Bill from Escape from New York, like not yeah. Snake Plissken from Metal Gear Solid, which it was based on. Awesome, right? Is that good or bad? <laughs> now, if you want to talk about brand awareness, you know, bring back Snake Plissken. Okay, mm. I'm on board with that mm. because All Snake right. has a gun and I- is would fit and Fortnite. Samus is like a blaster cannon. Yeah, put Mega Man in there then. Let's I'm okay with that too. Put Mega Man in there. Every fucking video game character. Well, Iron Man Sonic was, in there. Have him, Iron you know, Man in there? Sonic Iron Man he goes boom and he shoots I mean, like with his... Well, isn't Fortnite, he's, he's isn't Fortnite yeah. basically the most popular game in the world just about? I'm just going to say, I feel like this is, this is an argument that just comes down to people not fully realizing how big of an impact Fortnite has had on the gaming community. Fortnite basically made gaming a little bit more mainstream. Sure, a lot of people are going to be like, well, it's very casual gaming. Sure, of course, but you do have a lot of casuals versus also the competitive side. There were people on talk shows and on the news for this game. This game has put gaming and streaming and content creation on a map on a different level sure but again you can't just negate the fact that this is the game that most kids are going to be allowed to play the whole next generation is going to be playing and whether or not you agree with whether you like the game or not money talks unfortunately you know nintendo doesn't always do things the way that you know would necessarily make the most sense but i don't think it would be a bad thing but again they're very protective of their ips and respect that decision but Fortnite is a huge game, and also, it's done a lot of good. Also, we need Mega Man in there because I need these kids to know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's that, that that's a problem. Yeah, that's I, problem. I tried to t- try to teach my daughter about Mega Man, and she legitimately was like, "I right, I'm out." She she deuced on me as soon as I tried to show her Mega Man. She was like, "I'm out on the Super Nintendo Classic." I feel like Mark, like I feel like putting Samus into Fortnite is one of the best marketing moves that Nintendo can make. Yep, for that brand right now. I'd be surprised, but yes. You see, that's the thing. If it was, then I believe Nintendo would do it. I don't think they want Samus on another system, though. I think that's their problem. That's going to be the thing. If if, yeah. if the marketing of having Samus in Fortnite is only powerful if the brand can then branch off to Sony and Microsoft, then the marketing really isn't that great for the franchise. Why Are you going to buy a Switch if you're a 14-year-old who only owns an Xbox because you have a Samus skin in your wait, game? Wait, but... And you you might. But Kratos, same... Kratos and them can only be on the PlayStation, so what's the difference? But then, uh, then I'm just marketing Samus on a platform that has Smash Brothers, which has a 30 million base. But there's probably so, a lot of people who have a Switch and don't even know what Metroid is. Base. But those people don't Nintendo. care because you could you could say the exact same thing about there was a ton of people who owned the Nintendo Wii who didn't know wait, about. No, wait, hold up. I'm gonna have to disagree. Wait, hold up. Here's why I disagree. Here's why I disagree. Sometimes you have to realize. Sometimes our audience. When I stream, there's there's kids that are in there to tell me that are 13. For I have these conversations. If you watch my streams all the time with kids that say, "Well, yeah. I want to play Metroid, but I wasn't alive, OJ. Like yes. legitimately, I wasn't alive." So they 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 yeah. don't. There are kids that are coming up that are 12, 13, 14. Even if you're 15 or 16, it's been a hot minute. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's been a while. There's so, I'm going to say something terrible to that. And no, <laughs> no, I can negate that because um, 3DS, Nintendo DS, okay? Those, those fucking- weren't. 
the no. fucking kids had those systems. Why didn't they Come buy on. the Metroids on there? They wanted to play oh, the Metroids so bad. Grasping for straws. Come it's on. not grasping for straws. It's then answer it. If I'm grasping for straws, answer it. Why did why did none of Where the Metroid 3DS games Where did you first fall in love play? with Metroid? You didn't fall you didn't fall in love with Metroid with just the 3DS game. It was the it was the multiple games that have come out since one. You could be one. That's, that's cool. That's but a broad statement. That, that's a blanket the statement. That, the ones that have yet to come out. The ones that have yet to come out that <laughs> Nintendo should advertise for. Why wouldn't you want to advertise with the biggest base of of potential customers? But then hasn't Nintendo been advertising Metroid on the Switch? They have Super Metroid on Nintendo Switch Online. They have and Metroid regular. on Nintendo Switch Online. Samus is in Smash Brothers. Samus is in Rocket League. They've been Samus has been in Smash since the '64 though. We pretty well on the Switch. Yeah. And if the 2D Metroid comes out this year and it doesn't sell, then that's once again I think a reflection Ooh. of the franchise itself. And okay. That 2D Metroid game. All right. So, like, we expect that to be announced at E3. Okay. That game, I, I feel like if that game does come out and it doesn't do well, that is going to be uh, an interesting situation. That game has to do. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It will do well. It will do well enough. Well enough. Well it's enough. not going to sell different. gangbusters, but it's yeah. going to do well enough. Metroid Prime Hunters almost on the DS, almost outsold Prime Trilogy on the Wii 2 to 1. I mean, okay, and how many people were disappointed by it? By Prime Hunters on the DS? Yes. Not many. That was that was like one of the online first-person shooter that on was the DS that had native voice chat. You had yeah, over thirty maps. It was Wait, what, fucking what was, amazing. What, how much did Prime Hunters sell? Uh, it sold uh, a whopping one point zero eight million. Wow. Well, what yeah. about Federation Force? How did that sell? That's like half a percent. <laughs> Federation <laughs> Force, the last updated number was 150K. Okay, but you're nice. you're also comparing Trilogy, which is, of course, re-release of the games that are already backwards compatible, that people can play backwards compatible on the Wii with the GameCube. Come on, I see, no, no, I see what you're saying, Sean. I don't, you know, I don't you know, that, Metroid, that Metroid diehards always have an excuse. <laughs> There's I'm always Metroid. something. I call these people always something. Hold on. I love Metroid, but I'm not doing, I'm just saying, like, I think it's worth a shot. Now it's worth sure. a shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, and see how it does. It's worth yeah. a shot. That's yes. Yeah. If we're talking strictly having Samus and Fortnite just on the Switch, mm-hmm. I just don't see how that is going to be a reliable marketing tactic beyond they what we are. Everywhere. You got to put it everywhere. You have, you have to helmets in. You have helmets in Mario Kart. You have her in Smash Brothers. It's represented in your biggest brands. Adding Fortnite to the mix isn't going to make this although I, meal i do have better. a nephew who only plays fortnite, fortnite on their switch and they they have no idea what, who metro like what metroid is at all yeah. like yeah. The, none you're, you're you talking, you're talking about character running around in a red suit they're going to say i want to check out what this character is from aside from brand awareness silhouette. you see the silhouette yes, you see because, the character and you because, associate it yeah. i'll tell you why because they saw the mandalorian that got at it and they yep. wanted to start watching that show because it was in fortnite yep also i was just gonna say like at the end of the day even if it doesn't bring brand awareness i don't see the harm in having the skin in there like it like it's it's just a skin in a video game it's a cool thing oh i'm on my switch cool my exclusive is i can purchase uh the the samus skin if i have Mm -hmm. a playstation i can play as kratos like who who, like if, if it doesn't do anything good or bad 
Why, yeah, cares? I'm curious how it would do anything bad to the franchise if they. Yeah, did it wouldn't that. be. I'm curious how it would, it. Like, it would damage it in any way. It's not gonna hurt it. I can just yeah. see Nintendo saying there's no value in it for us if we wanted to say put it on these other platforms, and they could look at it and say, why are we gonna allow Epic to use our character skin for us to get 30% cut of the revenue from the purchases when we have our own games that we can market our own character in and get all of the revenue? So at the end of the day, Nintendo would weigh these metrics and say. The value simply is not, it's not there for us. And what are we bringing brand awareness to, by the way? Metroid as a franchise? But if there's no, if if Nintendo hasn't announced a Metroid and we don't know about any Metroid game beyond Metroid Prime 4, which they obviously wouldn't you know really notice there's something coming out. You know what? I, yeah. You know what I noticed? We, we talked about like all these like dead franchises before. Like, what do we want to bring back? And none of us said Metroid Prime. Well, we haven't had one since 2008. We named games that came out after 2008. Well, we know stuff's coming though. So it's I not mean, really dead. Really? I mean, I, I was going to say, wait, almost, it probably almost got canceled at one point. So they would have told us by now, you know, it had to be completely rebuilt, you know, so it's, that's not, not, like it's that's not dead though. That's just, I'm not, I'm not saying it is dead. I'm just saying it's, it's not really plausible to think it's going to be this year or potentially even next year i but mean they're not dead hmm? yeah, well because like it's, it's not a dead franchise that that's what we're trying yeah. so they said yeah, we didn't say that it was a reason it's not dead out. like golden sun that's kind of is golden sun dead that's dead right I, is it kind of dead that's like dead because it's, it's been like a deck metroid's in that limbo of space where they're really deciding which way to take the series right now and i think mm -hmm. what's going to happen is we're going to get that 2d metroid and that's going to be fun and a throwback for a lot of people who like the that style of metroid and then when prime 4 releases it's going to have a lot of the original prime games dna in it but it's going to take the whatever the it, they want the series to be now in a completely new and different direction i think it's going to start something new and try to be a triple a like front and center again franchise this this gap that it's had i don't think will happen mm -hmm. again unless the worst happens and no one buys it john i know you've probably talked about this and i know i'm not sure if this is like a, have you discussed where you wanted to see the metroid franchise go because i think you probably have in a video hell? i don't remember like, what do you what do you what do you want with it john I, i've watched rgt but uh, i mean i feel like when they when they were trying to build it in nintendo they're at nintendo with bandai they're having a hard time figuring that out like with the narrative and the structure of the game but to, to me it's like you just got to go back to the basics of it really i mean I, just I, the metroidvania style i feel like they were gonna get away from that and i almost thought they might go more other m with it almost <laughs> well i think that's um, so, why it went back to retro i think that's why i went back to retro as well because they were like this is not turning out like a metroid prime game where it's you know the adventure first person shooter aspect uh, and storytelling throughout your adventure but like i don't i don't know i i that's my biggest problem is fitting metroid prime into 2023 or something if it will still feel current then um so it's it's I mean, hard to say I think the series has to stay true to the, the prime roots, but it does have to evolve. And I don't give yeah. a fuck what anyone says. This shit needs to have a a, a decent, at least at bare minimum, a decent Sorry. online multiplayer component. That's the other oh, thing. It has yeah. to, I, th I think it does have to have online multiplayer. Yeah. Yeah. But, wait, does it? Yes. Does it? Yes. Uh, okay. I mean, if it wants to be, if it wants to be taken as a, as a big relevant franchise and it's doing the same thing, 
you've done you did metroid prime hunters on the ds that had a robust the the online was more robust than the single player was at the end of the day but you still got eight to ten hours out of the single player experience but then the online was what kept you in i don't think that after this long of a departure because let's be realistic this thing this is not going to be a 20 30 40 hour single player experience more than likely it's not like the other games were so you have to have something else Especially, it's probably gonna be like a ten or twelve hour game. I, especially when you're doing a a first. It's not a first person shooter. It's a first person adventure. But you have a fucking gun and you're in the first person. You got to have online. You have to. It's it's you had you had if 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 they didn't care about a multiplayer aspect, they wouldn't have done local multiplayer in the previous Metroid games. I remember when Prime uh, Three came out, everyone was like, "Where the fuck is the online multiplayer on this? Like, why doesn't it have it?" It was it was a strange thing. But obviously, you know, the the Wii was the Wii. But no, nah, you you come out you come out with a, a first person adventure, first person shooter, whatever the fuck you want to call it in twenty twenty to the earliest you have to have online sorry sorry i, I agree mm. and disagree. Do I, I does think, that have online i think yes it does, uh, does it? there's an online feature on there yes um, it has yeah, online play it's, it's yeah i don't like uh, it I, I like the original doom uh, yeah people want to just deathmatch and it's like they but, do all, a bunch of weird other yeah. things instead i do think uh sean you do have a point i do think adding something multiplayer is going to help keep the game relevant uh beyond its initial like oh we play through a campaign and maybe we get another one in a couple years you know um mm. but i would also for a a lengthy uh crazy investment worthy story i would take yes an incredible experience over multiplayer any I day agree. if that's mm. where they were focusing on but, but why can't we I, have both I, I, i'm not saying i'm that's just saying if, if there was an option like that's like if we put all of our team to work on the game itself and not a multiplayer aspect i would 100 percent take an incredible, uh, rich story over yes. the multiplayer. But mm. if I, if they can do both, then I would love to see a multiplayer aspect to it because I think that would be really cool. There's a, I just, I feel like this game's going to come out and if it doesn't do well, it's going to be just overall, I mean, I devastating think, I think, to the Metroid brand. It's a, it'll be the best selling Metroid game. It has to be. It has to be. It's going to have competition. The Switch effect. I mean, it has to. If it if it can't outsell like what three million copies on the Switch, that Two by the time it's out, four. by the time it's out, we'll probably be dealing with a hundred and you know twenty million unit Switch or something, right? Uh, I mean, it has to do better than than the previous best selling one. You would and, think it's okay. It's still if it does have a lot of obstacles you know ahead what? of it. If it doesn't, I'm going to look back on this moment where they didn't take the Fortnite deal. If they don't, and that's on Nintendo then. Hmm. Like, cause that, that tells me they didn't go all the way with, with the idea of marketing and, and pushing Metro. And if that's the or case, you, or you can be like, let's get it. Fans and take game. your defeat. I think cause <laughs> I already, cause I already know where we are with this Metroid franchise. It is that effect. Like you're saying, uh, OJ, where it has that kickers effect. There's a lot of people who are fans of it, but like when this game comes out, just, it doesn't sell. Yeah. I think I, it'll I, do better than that. It'll do better well, than Kid Icarus. I mean, I think there's also going to be a lot of like, I, I was, you know, agreeing with what Jordan's saying too. Obviously, people are going to feel very differently when they think of more robust storyline. Obviously, Other M had more of a robust storyline and people liked it and people didn't because people have perceptions of how Samus is and how she will be to them. But I, I think that it's also going to come down to how the trailer is going to look. What's the music that's going to support these trailers? Are we going to get um a, a look into what the story is going to be about are we going to see character development are we going to have to see more of the characters themselves in these beautiful uh 3d graphics i genuinely think that 
like Breath of the Wild, the 2017 trailer is considered like so like it's considered like in my opinion one of the best video game trailers of all time because it hit the uh mysteriousness of what the game was about but it also hit the or the urgency and the music had a trailer just for that that's the, 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 that, that trailer does the music doesn't even have its own name for the soundtrack it's just the 2017 trailer and i think genuinely like if they have if they're wanting to sell a story on this if they're wanting getting people invested on it if they're wanting to kind of cater to these new people who might be interested in these single player stories they're gonna have to really nail that marketing of not just outside games such as fortnite but genuinely within itself how are we going to launch these trailers how are we going to tease this with our team and everything outside especially with social media like i'm incredibly excited for it but also i'm terrified at the same time because metroid just hasn't really had that opportunity because it's it's been so long since we've really seen a 3d on console home screen adventure i i guess we'll find out at least where we are with the switch and metroid fans when uh, is it john john you got really quiet suddenly for some reason okay i thought that was just me John's not important what he says. What's important is what I say. And what I say is that Metroid Prime 4 is going to have a great single player experience. And if they do something that kind of revolutionizes the franchise, it can maybe get by without having online multiplayer. Maybe it might be able to get by. What if Metroid Prime 4 comes out, and this would be Mm -hmm. like the worst case scenario, is the lead is still Samus, and then you have companions for an online co-op, which are the Hunters, from Metroid Prime 3 and Federation Force, and you play as like Silex with Samus, and you go on bounty missions. That'd be cool. Is uh, well, what if there's, there's a lot of cool traits. The Metroid I wanted because the problem with Federation Force was it was it was the Metroid nobody wanted when it came out, and that's why it was hated. So there was there, uh, there what was more was, problems. What if, it was, Force S- what if it was S A X from Metroid Fusion? That'd Ooh. be pretty cool. If you're like hunting her, that'd be cool. Oh, uh, what if they do co-op? Would you be okay? Sean would co-op be co-op would be, be pretty cool. Would be good enough for what you think? I'd have I'd have to see it. I'd have to. I'd, I'd, it, I mean, because that's because what is it co-oping the whole the whole game? It like takes missions. two. Do I get a friend pass? Certain is missions. Ghost of Bard's gonna tell me to fuck myself. If so, then yes. <laughs> what? How do we? <laughs> like so? For is example, he... let me let me give you an example of like a co-op that maybe they can do. Just the outline. Have you ever played Bayonetta two? You have a I, co-op. I have I have played that game. And then like you transfer some of the stuff resources back to the single player. Something like that? No, not not good enough. What about Army of Two? Super interactive. Try to get around mm. things. Kane and Lynch. Remember Kane and Lynch? I think it was the same company that did Army of Two. Yeah. <laughs> see, I guess, see, like at that point, if you're a hardcore Metroid fan and that's the type of game they come out like like Metroid Destiny style, would you then say this isn't Metroid? This isn't the Metroid uh, I I wanted point. to have a single player Samus Metroidvania style game, and instead you're giving me another just cool. Western first person. That's what the two D. That's what the two D Samus is for. That's what the two D Metroid game is for, right? So, oh, mm. uh, Sean, Jeff's saying no, no multiplayer. <laughs> it's, it's it's really split into two camps. There are people that want multiplayer so bad, and there's people that say, screw mm. it. You know, it, it is split, but I don't care. It doesn't matter if you're split or not, buy the game. You can be pissed off. I don't care if you're split or not. <laughs> okay, buy on, the, the game, game comes game. out. Okay, so if Metroid Prime 4 comes out, it gets like an 88 or a 90 or something, like, like good reviews. Yeah. Everything looks solid across the board. It comes out. 
and it yeah. bombs in sales. You know what? Don't don't say that. I mean, maybe I mean, what else can they that, do that, other than uh, uh, that's mean? the tough part. They can just keep that. making them. It's Nintendo. They've had record-breaking yeah. uh, sales. Who cares? Just make the game. You know why they don't, don't you know why they don't do it? Because no Metroid games ever sell in Japan. The only the yeah. only Metroid game that ever broke a mill in Japan it's was a Metroid on the Famicom. Yeah, it's a western focused game. Yeah. Uh so it's I mean, they got to at least get Metroid Prime Trilogy out like soonish, I think, so they can start at least getting people introduced to the series. There's a lot of people who just yeah. haven't played Metroid Prime at all. So I think get the that timing of that'll be important. Yeah. Get that out on the on the on the Switch soonish. Like I'd like to see it this year. Uh next year maybe at the latest cuz it's got to have at least a, a bit of a window between that and Prime, and Prime 4. And uh and I guess we'll see what happens. Trilogy in and of itself is a risky release in some way because you're going to bring it to the switch that has a lot of it has a new audience of gamer on the platform if you buy trilogy because you're curious about what this metroid prime thing that people keep talking about is now you play metroid prime one you say i really like this game mm-hmm. you play two say i kind of hate this game you play three you're like oh, i'm I mean, okay with that now yeah. the trilogy could either excite you for metroid prime 4 or it could turn you off from the project altogether two's not that it depends on how you receive the original trilogy. Not everyone enjoys a first-person adventure. Yeah, I get that. But I think we're, I mean, I think first-person games are a bit more popular now that even, like, I mean, we see Resident Evil. I mean, Village is all first-person like that. Mm-hmm. First-person past two two iterations. So I, I, I think they got to at least get the trilogy out there because buying four without that is going to make no sense. So... Well, you also think too, reboot it. with the yeah. streaming and content creation platform too, this will probably be the most marketing outside of the mm-hmm. professional landscape where Metroid is going to have so many eyes on it. There, uh, Whether the directory continues to be big for it or not, there's going to be tons of content that Metroid hasn't really had um, made for it. So I'm excited. All I know is if this game comes out, reviews well, positive press all around it, the Metroid fans got to show up, and it's got to be more than yeah. 500,000 of them. <laughs> yes. No, you know what I think that we're not talking about? I think That's with this all game... Saying is very important i think the graphics need to be like super crisp like extra good i think they I need to get that visual yeah. like people i think retro like, oh, is wow. over the top other yeah. m was yeah. really good other m was a really pretty game so and everybody was wow like, when they first yeah. saw other m everybody was like oh wow this looks amazing at e it was i think e3 2009 or e3 2008 didn't it come out in 2011 wasn't it the year before or it was like E3 2010, sorry, E3 something 2010 like or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, when I first saw it, I thought it was like crazy good looking for the Wii game, you know? So, and it grabbed everybody's attention. There was just other things. So I think that that's also a very important factor is, yo, the game has to like look stunning. It has to look like, really good. Yeah. Yeah. It needs to look really good. Well, too. it should, I assume there'll be a Switch revision out by then. They'll probably show it off with that. And uh, there's hoping it, it really catches people by surprise with how good it looks. And we work towards its release. And Evan, you said we're we're all good with Discord questions, yep. right? Yep. Okay. Let me go through here as we finish up, and we'll do outros as well. Uh, Sean, can you let everyone know where they can find you while I go through these super chats and streamlabs? Find me at my grandma's house tomorrow, <laughs> eating roast. <laughs> now you can find me on RGT85. Um, I did a video, just like everyone did a video, talking about uh, the potential of Metroid Prime trilogy. But unlike those other videos, I had a good snippet of an arcade one-up machine that's allegedly been leaked and was supposedly going to be announced at e3 2021 it looks pretty fucking legit to me and if it is like i said we're uh, i don't have enough room and then yeah i have no idea what i'm doing this week but i'm sure there will be videos on the channel 
Sounds good. Sounds good. This is from Eric saying, I'm trying to buy an authentic Conker's Bad Fur Day for my bro's birthday. There are $25 copies on eBay, but I feel they're not authentic. How can I tell? <laughs> the fact that they're $25, how you can tell? Yeah. Yeah. Do not, do not, don't buy bootleg cartridges. No. They're, they're terrible. There's a lot of them on eBay right now. It's that Paper Mario is one that, that has that Smash Brothers for the 64 has that. Uh, most of the Conker's Bad Fur Days, I believe, are right around $100 minimum. Yep, just for a loose cut, about $100. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you want so, complete in box, you're going to be paying a lot uh, more. The best way you can tell, though, is a lot of the eBay listings will actually open the cartridge up and take a picture of the of the uh, board on the inside. You want those listings that take a picture of the board. Any high dollar Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and anything that's a cartridge, they should be more than willing to open it up and show you the board inside. That should be no problem. So those are the ones I would look for to verify. Bradley says our group is no longer private and ready to accept everybody with open arms, the people versus RGT. Sean, you already posted that, right? I'll post it again, though, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Very good. Wait, they said it's private? The group uh, is private? It was private when it first went up. I believe oh. it was created tonight. <laughs> oh, MBG just got a shout-out in the group. Oh, well, oh. I'll have to join it then. Happy belated <laughs> birthday to the man, the myth, the legend, MBG. Go check in his channel. Fucking oh, <laughs> It's just me and the other guy in the group right now, too. It's fucking great. <laughs> this is Tariq says, forget Samus. We need Captain Falcon in Smash. There you go. Zanam says, in terms of iconic characters, do you think that Mario is at the level of Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny? Love you guys. Mario? Yeah. Mario's considered, he's considered one of the top 10 so most rec now, right? recognizable yeah, there, there characters slash logos. Yeah. 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 I yeah, so. yeah. I would say so. Which one's bigger? Big Chungus or <laughs> Mario? Uh, Daniel says, instead of Master Chief and Smash, we get... Uh, go and get Mario and Halo. Look at that fan art of it. That was pretty cool. Ross says, so why doesn't Metroid historically do well? What is it about that franchise that does not appeal to most gamers? It's mostly Western-focused, as Sean alluded to. So it's mostly going to be up to uh, people in like uh, the Americas, for example, and, and Europe to buy this game. Um, but I, th I think Metroid Prime 4 probably do better than other Metroid Prime games in Japan as well, just because of the overwhelming amount of Switch systems there. So... We'll see. Dark says, Village is creepy. I played for an hour and took a break for a day. Also good to see OJ here. <laughs> Designer says, I mean, what is a Metroid game in 2021? Can it follow prime mechanics or does it need to be something totally new? I think it can still follow the mechanics, but it needs to be revamped some. Like Retro is going to have to take a long, hard look at some of those mechanics and, and modernize them a bit more. Reese says, at least with 2D Metroids, there are these are games that people can finish a single playthrough within six hours. If a new 2D Metroid with the same playtime is released at $60, do you do you all think this could create negative assumptions? It'll be I a think it'll be longer than that. But I mean, I, I, I mean, I've yeah. seen some some uh surprising games released at six dollars what was that pokemon game that jordan was was all about and i just i didn't understand Mystery why Dungeons. yeah that one they charged 60 bucks Where's for that man i come back from a phone call Aww. and you're talking slander on mystery dungeon again <laughs> yo that sold over that sold like a million plus dude that's there you go 2D two two yeah. metroid should have no problem okay price should be nothing with that thing <laughs> <Asshole>. <laughs> Jared says, uh, can, a, can, a, oh, can a $60 2D Metroid compete with Hollow Knight? That's the yeah. challenge Nintendo has to have an answer to. They have to come through and say, our game is $60. It's 
let's say 10 hours long and then you have a hollow night that was what twenty dollars and made by team jerry that was <laughs> not that many people length. it's an intent that's all about perception nintendo has to show that their game is worth the 60 dollar investment that the quality is there that the experience is there team cherry that... a masterpiece it's... yeah i mean we have some other games that like people are, like shadow complex is awesome right that kind of metro shadow complex game. rules ass. so maybe they'll kind of play around with the 2d 3d kind of section with the 2d metroid and like play around with perspective like, there's some cool stuff i'm sure they could do with that but shadow yeah. complex is also a bunch of game too it was only what 20 bucks but i like oh. that game was awesome though i like that, that game, game rules ass. That game was awesome. if you have a physical not anymore uh oh, yeah. i got it i got it how much the, how much are they going for physical mvg a lot uh a lot <laughs> I mean, yeah. payment. that was actually the first game i bought from limited run games because i fucking loved it so much and i was like okay i remember when i came out on the xbox live arcade and i downloaded i think i played through it in i think it was one setting i just played all the way through it, it was such a good game yeah i like that game too hectic world said when nintendo talks to microsoft about azure then talk about online because nintendo has done <laughs> they oh, i mean that's what we're talking about with X Cloud streaming, right? Is them starting to work towards that maybe with Game Pass. So Sony made a deal with Microsoft though when it comes to the online stuff. So yeah. you never know. Nintendo could too. Uh Sheem says if Prime 4 had, had oh had uh, this is what you were talking about, Nate. Who are you talking about? What? The Silux? Yeah. Yeah, Metro. If Metro, if Prime Four had Silex and Hunter style multiplayer, I would def buy that day one. There you go. Bring it. Oh, you're gonna buy it day one, regard. Who said that? This is from G G Sheems. G Sheems, you're gonna buy it regardless. If you want to see this friend, I don't. It just if it's good game, buy it. Then you get that later. Listen, That's it should not be dependent. I don't want people to have an out when when Whoa. Metro Prime Four comes Jeez. out. It just what they should do is they should just re-release shadow complex on the nintendo switch so i can buy it again yeah that should come to the switch what That'd the be fuck cool. is going on with that that would be cool actually so, I need that was here. that was one of the few games i remember that was not backwards compatible with the ps5 when they first put that list out they fixed it yes oh, yeah that's that right yeah yeah chair i'm gonna bother chair right now what <laughs> loom, loom noom says do you think they'll drop prime four and in metroid prime 4 and opt for another name that way it can be marketed as a fresh start despite being a sequel like oh yeah like halo infinite probably yeah i don't think they're gonna leave four in there it's just sort of got a war thing just call it metroid yeah (laughs) technically they did that also with resident evil a little bit right like it's just village but it's like alluded that it's eight Mm -hmm. or whatever yeah so they could definitely have some sort of name for it that isn't just four you know so god of, god of war it's just yeah. called god of war years of they they've all been screwing this gears five for some reason they dropped of war metroid prime please buy this game that's, that's, <laughs> that's right on the box please buy this <laughs> game <laughs> right on the box <laughs> samuel says how many units will prime four need to move to be considered a success five million ten million I would say five. <sighs> yeah, I'd four say up, five. Four and up. Four and up. Four and up. Mm. Okay. Yeah. It, it has to be. It has to be the best selling Metroid. Pro- it has to be the best selling Metroid game. Like it has to be. Otherwise, it, there's a it problem can't there. be like oh they leave it and it's sales over. A, it's got to be like instant. It's got to be, like, be fast. Hype, yeah. yeah, fast. It can't be like oh well it's been out for five years and it sold three million. It's like no 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 no. They they, they want to make their money quickly because they're a capitalistic business, you know. Yeah. So it needs to be quick, not players' choice over the course. Especially, of 10 years like I said, especially because this this development has to be a, a fairly costly one. So yeah, I, yeah. 
William says, I have my Series X, Switch, PS3, Vita TV, SNES Classic, and GameCube hooked up to an HDMI Switch, but I want to get that M Classic for the Switch and GameCube. Would this be bad for my Series X or... Oh, the M Classic. Be bad for your Series X. I don't really know if the Series X would even benefit that much from the M Classic, to be honest. I I wouldn't... Not, yeah, there's there's no point, right? I'm not a fan of that M Classic. Same. There you go. There you go. I mean, I, I have it. It came a retro tank. I have oh, it retro tank. Yeah. yeah. The, the retro tank 5X, right? MVG, where can everyone find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Modern Vintage G and on YouTube at Modern Vintage Gamer. And since we talked about the retro tank, I have a retro tank 5X video coming on Monday. So check that out. Oh, Thanks for me on. I'm checking that out right away. Absolutely. Me too. Yeah. What about Miss Click? Where can everyone find you? Yeah. Thanks for having me. You can find me here on YouTube as Misclick Gaming, or you can find me streaming almost every day at uh, Misclick underscore live. Other than that, you can find me on social media with Twitter and Instagram. And uh, well, I don't know. As more Metroid stuff comes out, you'll definitely be seeing a lot more of my opinions about it because Samus is my girl and I love her. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this, this is from Designer saying Metroid Prime Trilogy on Switch would do better than a skin in Fortnite, maybe. Which, mean... one, would generate, which one would generate more revenue? <laughs> More maybe, that, maybe that skin <laughs> uh but for i mean they Ooh, have to i don't know about that you don't you don't know you don't think so how much how much those skins cost 10 15 bucks it's probably more I, than, I, than I would expect and if, and if the skin's exclusive to the switch then anybody buying it on the switch part of that revenue no it's got to be on everything Nintendo. it's got to be on all available all Fortnite customers all the, Fortnite customers the, if it's a bundle i mean the skin normally by itself is anywhere from 8 to 10 but it'll probably be 15 to 20 for a full pack i mean Metroid Prime Trilogy, if it's got to be one or the other, Metroid Prime Trilogy has to exist on the Switch before Prime 4. Definitely. I would like to. Yes. I mean, Absolutely. it has to. Like, yeah, Jeff Grubbs, Game Mess, says Luigi's Mansion 3 sold 10 million copies. A well-reviewed Metroid Prime 4 will outsell Ghost of Tsushima. Ooh. What's what's Ghost at? Like, five, right? Uh, five, as remember. I mean, yeah. Only five he, for that game? Wrong. Okay. I mean, I... I, I hope so, Jeff. <laughs> I hope so. Metroid, Metroid in general, the the franchise needs a W in terms of sales. So, but yeah. The reason, the reason why Ghost is it's just because it's still full price. That's it's still like that's the reason why it's not selling more. In my because like they ex, people expect price drops and it hasn't gotten it yet. So Sony's Sony's not interested in that anymore. So <laughs> uh, well, I'll say that's what I'll say. Uh, yeah. So Jeff, I I hope so. I think Prime for if it's well reviewed. If everything looks good around it, positive it press. Should. There's no reason it shouldn't sell, but it should. It should. It should. I mean, you can say the same thing about yeah. the other Metroid games. I know. I know. He I'm says with 6. you, Sean. 5 mil in the chat. Yeah, for 5 mil for Ghost now. <sighs> yep. That's a for Metroid Prime 4 to sell over 6.5 million. That's going to be rough. Uh, it'd be tough for it to do that. It has to be like a, like a genre-defining type of game for it to do that, in my opinion. It, it yep. Yep. Be like, 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 like new Super Mario Party. <laughs> oh my god, Yo, they got the online in there, man. It's it's still it's, finding uh, ways. Hey, it's 15 million copies sold, you know. <laughs> just, just, just setting the bar really high for that kind of <laughs> straw man says, but my cousin gives me all the Halo games that are on Steam. I don't know any of the story, so which one should I play first? Reach. Multiplayer. Reach, yeah. Three. <laughs> start with start with reach work your way up from there yeah right is reach yeah. isn't it like the first one in the storyline right yeah or is that, Chrono is that chronologically, chronologically or is that they, they started with reach and then they worked up from there so because okay. reach is reach is like the fall of reach uh where they have all the other spartans and uh it's pretty cool actually this, the campaign for that game is pretty good so yeah, i played it i just don't remember it 
That's the one. The game. I just have no idea what the hell I was doing. I was just let's, shooting people. <laughs> let's see. Jordan, where can everyone find you? Uh, you can find me on Jordan Fringe on YouTube. Uh, I've been doing about two videos a week here. They've been doing uh, unbelievably well, so I appreciate all the support on them. We are only three and a half thousand away now from uh, 50K, and uh, that'd be super cool uh, to hit that. So check out. I got two new videos this next week. I got one on Tuesday and one on Friday. Uh, so yeah, check it out if you're interested. This one is from... Oh, I do want to shout out Shamsa. This was days ago. This was after the, the last... Um podcast but she did she did donate a hundred dollars through Streamlabs. so a big shout out to shamsa, shout out uh, shamsa here it was just it was off air so i wanted to make sure i got that here Aww, uh tonight thank you very much shamsa absolutely appreciate that mr stud muffin says happy birthday to dreamcast guy hope you like that vampire lady drawing if anyone else saw that on twitter i am so sorry <laughs> log says what's up spawncast recently got mario party because of the online update that was all i was waiting for there you go. You know what? It's, it's gonna be great because Mario Party's gonna get some other sales spike. Watch that game get the twenty million before the end of the Switch's life. All I had to do was complain for like three years. Aaron Davis says, "My Nintendo add Bluetooth support for wireless keyboard and mouse for Game Builder Garage." Uh, I, I usually get those little dongles anyway you plug in, so for like keyboards, so you can still use a wireless one technically through like the two point four gigahertz. Shinru says, "Besides the Game Boy Player, why buy a GameCube when you can have a Wii?" Two consoles in one is very appealing. Well, to be fair, even though I do give the GameCube a hard time, the um, the visual quality, the image quality on the GameCube with component cables or the HDMI is is superior than playing GameCube games on the Wii. Mm-hmm. Yep, and uh, you do have that uh, the the newer HDMI plugs that are out now yep. for the GameCube that make it look pretty good overall. Um, but I think that's everything there. OJ, where can everyone find you? Uh, yeah, you can find me right here on YouTube, Player Essence. Thank you guys for all the support. A lot of uh, a lot of Spawncast dudes have been rolling through to the live streams, so thank you once again. Thanks for having me on. And uh, yeah, I'll be having a big video on uh, Monolith Soft. We're ta- we're going to be getting into the uh, Monolith Soft discussion. So there's been some information, some potential new things that could be going down. So I'll be E3 talking about things? that tomorrow on the channel. Three <laughs> things. Three things. All right. Uh, all right. <laughs> so there's some stuff that could potentially going on with that. So uh, I'll be doing a big video on that, and of course I'll have a bunch of Nintendo and RPG uh, content stuff like Final Fantasy VII Intergrades coming out. So I'll be doing a lot of content on that and uh, other stuff. So uh, thanks for having awesome. me on once again. Emlyn in the mix says thanks for the show from Australia. Australia. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Juice Man Vaughn says, I don't know, based on the comments of these fraudulent Metroid fans, I expect 10 million in sales. What about you guys? <laughs> hey, you know what? Why not? Let's do it. <laughs> no, shout out to JMV. He's the homie. <laughs> uh, then what about Nate? Where can everyone find you, dude? You can find me on YouTube at Nate the Hate. MVG and I will have an episode up early next week where we talk about exciting things. So be on the lookout for things. That. What are you no, talking about? Silent E3 hating? things? Paul oh. Canerco? <laughs> no, <laughs> Racist no. things? What? <laughs> That's why I've never been on the po- invited to the podcast. Okay, I see how it is. Educating infra- informative things. Thinking for yourself? Questioning Early. authority? Batu Pichu? Wrong show. Wrong show. <laughs> okay. And then what about... So we'll be up early next week. People should be on the lookout for it. Cool. Okay, what about Evan? You can find me on Twitter at Kimmerx Project. Whatever I'm doing, I usually post on there. I'm going to try to stream, still sticking to the Wednesday, Thursday, Friday schedule. Uh, we might try Hood. 
a little this week. It was, it was interesting when I first attempted it, but for the most mm. part, we'll be doing GTFO. I'm still trying to get through this rundown, and it is rough. Okay. And then uh, Avedon Smith says, have a good weekend. Have a, have a good week, good people. Thanks, Avedon. Avedon. Thank you. Thank you, Avedon. Awesome. And I guess that's it here for the Spawncast. Thanks for everyone for tuning in. We'll see you guys next Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Or not. Think for yourself. Metroid Prime.